Yo, yo, this is Treasy. And I'm Young Leezy. And we are the On Ear Network. We know you've heard our tag at the end of this show, but it dawned on us that we've never really introduced ourselves. So we wanted to invite you to listen to all of our podcasts. Right now, our roster consists of And Then We Had Sex, a comedy couple that talks about their sex life with an occasional celebrity. The Locker Room, where men take off their filters and say how they really feel. And Grams of Snow, for your underworld and organized crime stories. And of course, Kind of Movie Critics which is our show, where we deep dive into movies and TV. So if you enjoy this show, check out some of One Ear's other podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Now let's start the show. Lover of flaw. You know, I feel like nobody in my life understands that, like, drugs are honestly the only way I can be myself. Yeah, I don't think that's true. No, it is true. Like, when I first met you, I would have never had the balls to just like come up to you and talk to you why i'm just like a deeply shy person <laughs> and like with jewels right when i first met her i was just immediately in love what's a bigger feeling than love loss you think yeah i think so Yo, 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 yo. Hi, friends. What's happening? We here, man. We're back. Yeah. I get tired of saying we're here. I feel like I say we're here every episode. You do? Like everybody knows we're here. They're listening. Clearly, we're right. here. They, they actually the, came to us. On the microphone. But you know what I mean, man. We we uh, locked, loaded, ready to discuss Euphoria Season 2, Episode 3, or 3, as you would say in Trois. French. Trois. No, this is 2. Episode 2. I said 3. Yeah, um yeah man grams of snow podcast the uh <laughs> i struggle with it six I, have, I haven't rewritten a better one yet but it is a this is a podcast where we come to talk about drugs and shows that talk about drugs yeah yeah we That's do literally man. it that, that, that it's not literally it, but drugs and crime everything bad in the world that we refuse to yeah. participate in yeah. we like to get our rocks off by talking about it here that's that is it. true there's we, nothing wrong with that we are i know yeah, I'm, we're gonna I'm get into your toxic positivity keep going we're, we're, we're gonna get into that shit well i'm still dealing with it but we oh are we are your favorite you know hood wet things with my friends podcast no, you know we that. don't talk about menace society. We're talking about drugs and we crime. should talk about menace. Menace, I think, falls into this category. I talk about menace. Hey, oh, see, you don't want to have a real conversation. No. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, man, we do talk about we do talk about drug dealers, drug addicts, uh, 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 drug lawyers, drug police. You know, crime, criminal activity, crime. I mean, we like to put a microscope to these things, man, because they're fascinating. Because we're never going to do them. So it's fun to talk about. Yeah. Well, you know. Yeah. You're right. We're never going to do them. It's great to talk about. So we talk about it in podcast form. And uh, and we've been talking about these television shows that we break down into grams via episodes Mm -hmm. to bring you the whole thing, a, a vision on the whole thing. So that's what we do. Your luxurious voice that you hear right now speaking into this microphone with the nice compression, the nice golden sound that's probably reverberating just just properly in your speaker you've been introducing this podcast for five minutes as we speak i have <laughs> it's your boy treasy aka god bridges i fucking hate this man because <laughs> i do call myself the god so it's only appropriate that the god be god bridges 
you know, sorry if I offended any any Christians out no, there. No, y'all let Michael Todd rub spit on somebody's face. So I don't want to hear nothing from the Christians for at least two weeks. Hold on. Did what to who? Who's Michael Todd? Michael Todd is a youth pastor who teaches prosperity doctrine. Already uh-huh. problem number one. He's friends with Kanye West, problem number two. Um, who also told his church that, hey, your husband beating you is not a reason to leave him. Um, Whoa. Yeah. He said that? Out of his sure. mouth. That like that's that's like a quote verbatim. He said verbatim, there are re- the Bible only says one reason to leave a marriage. Uh-huh. It doesn't matter if y'all grow apart, if y'all aren't the same anymore, uh-huh. not even if he hits you. Oh, Ooh, y'all not going to like that. Y'all have to go to your Bible. You don't like that. I'm saying exactly what he said. Oh, he's he wow. Right. And they kept going then. Over the weekend, he hawked three loogies in his hand. Uh-huh. I am not exaggerating at all. Ooh, that's he disgusting. coughed and spit phlegm in his hand, uh-huh. rubbed it in a man's eyes to illustrate when God healed a blind man, because apparently Michael Todd thinks he's Jesus. And this man let him do it. Apparently it was pre-planned. So, I, and that's nothing but a display of power to me. I'm sorry. I don't yeah. care what anyone says. He did that to prove to y'all that he could. Oh, yeah. Nah, and he, then afterwards when the church was like stunned, he shamed them for being stunned. Oh, yeah. Now, nah, he'd, he'd have caught hands like 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 Fesco gave to Nate, bro. That's a cult. Yeah. So you can down. call yourself whatever you want to. If, if Michael Todd gets to be Jesus and heal the seeing... So, so he has his own congregation, like his own church? Yes, yeah, a non-denominational one. And like I, I said on Twitter earlier, uh-huh. I like for my churches to rep they set. Okay. Because these non-denominational churches uh-huh. always got the, got some shit with them. Okay. Always. It's these non-denominational, progressive, <laughs> multi-ethnic churches. No. Are you Baptist? Are you Kojic? Clay, rep your set. Got it. Where you from? Got <laughs> like, it. I, you, thug life. Listen. So you know what? Then this name is appropriate for you. <laughs> the, I'm the thuggish the thuggish monologue that you just heard came from the mouth of my co-host six aka winona rider because she is a g i'll take it she is a rider i'll take it and winona still she's still popping out here man uh shout stranger things oh she is too yeah, uh, yeah. I don't. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, a man hocking a loogie in his hand and Three touching my face. Three of them. Yeah, he gonna catch. He gonna see the Holy Ghost for sure. The man agreed to it. Yeah. It's a cult. Yeah, no, he that's that's wild. And, and if and, and I can't imagine him going home to a happy wife after that. So this this must be a single man. No. Oh, he's not. He's married with children. Okay, she needs. She she. They're in a, and I want people yeah. to stop thinking that cults require these extreme, oh my God, crazy. Sh- no, that is a cult. Yeah, that's wild. That, and not thinking that it is a how is how cults are available to happen. Right. Right. Like cults can happen incrementally like this. Right. Like that man looked at y'all in y'all face and said, your husband beating you isn't a reason to leave him. Yeah, no, that's, that's wild. I would never. And I y'all would, said, in a series called Relationship Goals. I would never allow my daughter to, to even receive that information. If somebody touch you, they including me, including me, like if I if I was to put my hands on my daughter, they ate it up. She needs, you know, permission. Like in that way, she needs per- permission to leave my ass. Like, right. yeah, no, nah, he's a wild fan. But yeah, yeah I, I I feel like somewhere in like the respect handbook, it's like in the table of contents. Like <laughs> if a man spit. spits in in like touches your face with his spit, you supposed to fire off on him. Yeah, because that's like the that yeah, in, you in your look, eyes. Yeah, nah, I'm gonna fuck him up. Even if we were in a pandemic, bro. Yeah, on God. Don't spit on me, period. I'm fucking him up on God, bro. But if you, <laughs> but you're gonna put your spit enzymes in my eyes, like, yeah, there's enzymes in spit. 
Those are my eyes. Yeah. I, yeah. The shit people do for clout, man. But and his little half-ass apology was basically saying, oh, this is looking for a moment. We know. Has this, Does this nigga got bodies or something? Like, is people scared of him for some reason? He's running a cult. I'm not yeah, being funny. Yeah, but like, what, what's the basis of his cult outside he has of convinced, God? So like, he, he preaches a prosperity doctrine. Okay. Right? So his, his church is basically about God wants you to flourish in all ways and your relationship and your mental health and you know people love a good mental health conversation in the church they can say whatever you want as long as you're acknowledging mental health right it has to be right and your finances okay so if you don't adhere to god's not blessing you Mm -hmm. because you're not adhering to these things Mm. he taught a sermon where he said if you're sinning it's because you don't know god but at the same time said that you're always going to sin it's a cult Mm. like that okay god ain't God is not in Transformation Church. I want to be very clear. I'm not, this is not me attacking God at all. I'm attacking yeah. Michael Todd. God is not in that man's church. His name is Michael Todd. Yes. All right. Two God is not names. in that church, like, at all. That yeah. That's, the spirit of the Lord does not reside there. Yeah, no, that's wild. But I don't even want to talk about that clown ass nigga no more. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, man. Uh, the, We're here to talk about the luckiest drug addict on the planet. Let's just get the fuck into it. Okay. Why does no one make Rue pay for drugs? Well, yeah. Um, I've never seen her exchange money for a narcotic. Yeah, that's that's an interesting, you know, that's that's a good observation. And she's not I fucking mean, for it. She's not. She's, she's the most well-liked drug addict yeah. I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> she is the perfect yeah, drug addict. She's Yeah, she's like the dentist, the menace of drug addicts. You know <laughs> that what I'm saying? Is, that is exactly. Yeah. She makes a little bit of mess. Yeah. She's a nuisance, if anything. Right. Except try to stab her mother in season one. That was crazy. Yeah. But she did. She's done some shit now. But it's, like, she's. Yeah. It's like her and Mr. Wilson, right? Like yeah, it's just. That's a fact. Yeah, I don't know, man. I, I'm trying to remember, like, what what city in California are they in? Like, this is not yeah. L.A., right? It feels LA-ish. I don't know. It, it, if it, this is like this must be like the underbelly of LA, like but like the underbelly of no, the, the un, probably like, the uh, actual LA, the LA that locals know. If oh, it is okay, LA, got it, got it. If it is LA, I feel like it's not, but but that's this fine. Feels it very false to me. What's Folsom? Like outskirts of Oakland. I feel like oh, Folsom. Yeah, yeah, Folsom. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. It feels Oaklandy. Yeah. Suburbs or something. Yeah, this 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 feels more like it's probably that. I'm trying to think. Do we see a lot of coats and shit? No. Also, maybe that's. And this is winter, so someone did let us know that the last season ended at winter formal. Right. This is them coming back after break. Okay. And no, and there's not a coat in sight, so this got to be Southern California. Yeah. This feels if it's Southern California, then it's San Diego. Yeah, this might be like this is some San Diego type shit, y'all. Yeah. 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 I wouldn't. I'm not. I'm not pinning this to LA because I feel like. You know, she either, would have paid for drugs in LA. She'd have been a crack whore. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. I don't. I don't want to disrespect any city by saying anything more than than, Man, than what I'm saying. San Diego got its shit going on, but you can get free drugs in San Diego. I feel like got it. <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure. Well, but I feel like see that's the thing about being a man, and maybe you can shed light on this. Um, well, no, nah, because you you told a story about a girl getting coke and she had to pay for it, but it was like a. And it was like a crazy price. But in my head, women don't pay for drugs. Women pay for drugs. Yeah, but like in my head, like. like. So I think that 
it, I, it probably depends on the drug. I can't imagine a bunch of women paying for weed, right? Unless they're like a weed head. Like, okay, and that's, like yeah, that's, pot smokers who need weed all the time, sure. Right. But a recreational, hey, I want to get high and have fun girl who smokes weed. They no, she's pay. not. If she's attractive, unfortunately. Right. No, she's not paying for weed. Or if she fucking attractive or not, she's not paying for weed. You see what I'm saying? So, But when you get to coke and carrying on, you're paying for it. See, I feel like. Ass or cash, you're going to pay for you're it. paying for the coke. Yeah. So I just feel like they just end up around people with the coke. Like, no, that happens too, right? But they're not, um, if they're addicts, they're functional addicts. Rue is a problematic addict. Like, Right. The amount of drugs that she's ingesting, mm-hmm. she, anywhere else, I just feel like she's paying for at least well, every look, other hit that she's, like she sat on Elliot's bed right. and did four lines and simply said, oh, he sells a lot of music online, so he gives me free drugs. Why? Yeah, well, see... And I'm glad they explained that because that was going to be my thing is like, where's Elliot getting this money? But he sells music stems online, which that's a real thing. He seemed like he's a very talented guitar player. That's who I want to know more about is this Elliot dude. I feel like he's going to become important because uh, Jules, not dumb at all and is not having it. Jules going to be a girl again. Okay. So do you feel like Elliot likes Rue? Absolutely. Okay. Do you feel like Rue likes Elliot? I don't know yet. I think that Rue thinks... I think that Rue loves Jules. Okay. And I think that Rue has not had a lot of healthy friendships. Mm. And this might be a way for her to have one because she doesn't have to hide a part of herself. Got it. Um, So this might be the most honest friendship she's able to have. Even Lexi knows, but it's still like a, a, a point of contention, right? Her and Lexi are close, but... In Lexi's eyes, she's a drug addict. Yeah, there's but, a distinct difference between you and me. Right, but with yeah. Elliot, it's we both use drugs and we get to do this together and I can be open and honest and vulnerable and not try and hide it and not try to pretend like I'm not right. this way. And I can talk about how I got this way um, or how I didn't get this way. Even the conversation about when he asked her, is that when you started, is that what made you start using drugs when your father died? Right. And she was like, I wish it was that easy. He was like, yeah. And he related and was like, yeah, people think it's a cause and effect. Right. Even conversations like that, she can't have that with anyone else. Yeah. Um, well, doesn't that make you wonder, like, wh- why is he in the drugs? It did. It did. I think that we're going to find out if only because I think that Elliot really does like Rudy's going to bring it up. Okay. And I think that Rue is going to re- going to then question herself. Is he my friend or do I like him? Mm. Also, because I feel like Elliot is going to stop doing drugs with Rue. Okay. Because he asked her, should we be? Are we good influence on each other? Like, see, that's what makes me curious about him is because he's he's high intellect. He's, he's very smart. He uses coke to get shit done. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because that was going to be my next question too. And is like, why is it that like they seem to be doing the same amount of drugs? Right mm-hmm. now, outside of the first time we met him, she you know she had come in there pre heroin, <laughs> pre primed on heroin. Yeah, you know, but but. Why is it that watching the two of them do the same amount of drugs that she clearly looks like an addict and he looks like a very composured individual? Like, what what is that? Like, he's high functioning. That maybe he may just have a higher tolerance. Right. Um, I don't know. I feel like Rue probably uses a lot more from what we've seen. Mm-hmm. She uses a lot more than him. Rue was in school snorting lines you know what i mean like yeah. so if for him it's recreational and i need to get this music done or i need to get some shit done right then 
I do this for that. And his, was that his sister or his mom? That seemed like a, like a cousin or a sister. That didn't seem like no mama. I don't know. Yeah, that's, that didn't seem like a I mean, she, she looked good if she was a goddamn mama. Boy, Man, she look looked at good. Cassie mama. She's fucking alcohol. Like, I don't. Yeah, no. Whoever no, that, the, not that. The I'm caretaker. talking about how she looked. Oh. You know what I'm saying? She was fine to me. His caretaker, because mm-hmm. I assume that's the role, just from the way that she questioned him. And hey, I've only seen this, and they were the, you know what I mean? It felt mm-hmm. very like either an aunt or something like that who was taking care of him. I feel like I, my my bet would be either sister or cousin, sister or cousin. That's yeah. that's where I put my bet on. And how comfortable they were in his room. One, a girl in your room, and two, doing drugs in the room. I can tell that that young person is the person quote unquote in charge in the house. Yeah, where are the fucking parents? Man? Nobody has nobody has fucking parents in this show. Right. Nobody. Well, well and no, if you do no. have a parent, your parents are fucking pedophile, right? Like Well, let's not do that because Rue ha- clearly has a mother that's trying. But yes, like she is, she is. you know, she's a single mother with two daughters. We haven't really seen Rue's sister in this, but la- I think one of the few last times that we saw Rue's sister started hanging around with the wrong crowds. Mm-hmm. Right? Um Storm Reed's character, I forget her name in this. Joke. What's what's Rue's sister's name? Do you remember? So, um, but clearly, you know, single black mom, husband has passed away from cancer. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, this, and, and she said that happened when Rue was 14. Rue can't be more than 16 or 17 now. So She's we're talking 17, about, I believe three years. So ago. we're talking yeah. about two and a half, three year difference, um, between that, you know, her losing her husband. I would imagine that it's hard for her. She's probably still trying to figure out the, she can't even grieve. Sing, yeah. She can't grieve. She, she is, you know, t- I'm sure that the father was carrying some sort of a load as a provider. And so now she's taking it all on herself and then managing two teenage daughters, one whom had since this has happened has become an extreme addict. Yeah. Um so so I so I don't want to be unfair to Rue's mom because she is there, but she just seems to be dealing with the mo- Well, they all seem to be single except for Nate's dad, right? Nate's dad is the, one the only one who should be. Right, the one who should be. She's Everybody gone. else cuz Cassie and Lexi's mom is a single mom, right? Yeah. And then Fez and Ashtray, their grandma, has passed away. Um, Nate is there. I don't know if she's passed away. I f- grandma in that room. Like, you feel like oh, she's in the room? You That's think? grandma in that room. Who in that room? Because I feel like we never saw them again. And full disclaimer, they're also euphoria. Listen, Sam, everything doesn't require a sex scene. I know that y'all think it does. Yeah. I am so tired of white genitals. <laughs> white penis. Not even just penis. Like the the beginning monologue. Why were Nate and Cassie having so much sex? Yeah. Well, for what? But either way. Um, for what? Like why? Why <laughs> so many pink yeah. genitals? It, you know. You know what's was weird. And just, I'm I'm sorry to cut you off. I'm gonna tell you where I, it becomes weird to me. Because they're kids, bro. Yes. Like, I'm supposed to look at these people as, as children. children. Yeah, yeah. That's where it becomes like gratuitous to me. Like if this was just regular sex in the city or something like that. Probably if they were in college deal. even, I'd be okay with this. Yeah, but these are high school these are, kids, bro. So it's like, weird. You're putting me in a weird predicament. Bro, like that's like, – how do you think I feel school. watching this shit? Like, I'm look, like when they keep showing Cassie's titties and they're, and they're trying to make her kind of the most innocent person on the show. Right. And it's like this is – like I, I know like this is some high school kid's reality, but – I'm 32, dog. Like, I, yeah. and I know these are adults in real life, right? But it's like I don't. Yeah, these are high school titties, bro. You putting me in a very bad predicament. Because you're doing good. This is a great show. It's beautifully written, and everyone's acting really well. Yeah. So Cassie is 16 years old to me. Right. I'm tired of seeing her titties, dog. It's uncomfortable. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna be. Why honest, is man. Thor fucking on cat? Like it's uncomfortable. <laughs> I bro. thought you would like that scene because it, it it seemed like a Game of Thrones reference to some degree. He was speaking Dothraki. Let's see, but again, why was that grown ass man? And that's not a big dick, by the way. I don't know. Who you don't care? But uh, uh, yeah, I don't. I don't like. But why? why I don't that? know proper like size. You're not supposed like, to. It's okay. Yeah, I don't know scale size. It's all right. So. Okay. Um, I forgot what my point was earlier, but um, what we were saying we were talking about kid sex, basically. No, before then. Um, no adults in the house. I think we were talking about no adults in the house. Um, oh, we were talking about Fezco's grandma. Yes. Yeah. Unless I missed it, and my full disclosure was, keep in mind, I read through Sparks Notes for okay. most of the first season at first. Sparks um, Notes. What's that? It's, I mean, not like the, it used to be a website you could go and like get notes on books, but like not It's like actual. Cliff Notes for movies, maybe? It was for books, but I, it was Cliff Notes. Sparks Notes, not specifically. It's just uh-huh. slang for, I read through notes and blogs about it. Got it. Um, so Sparks ripped Clint off, Cliff off. Probably. Oh, okay. That motherfucker. But I, I read through it because trying to watch the first episode, I just know what kind of person I am as an individual. Okay. And I was like, oh, this doesn't feel good in my spirit. Got it. But then after having conversations with people- they were like, no, you're going to miss a lot of context. Like, yeah, you know what happened, but it's important to watch what happened. Because mm-hmm. a lot of this story is not told through words at all. Mm-mm. There are a lot of things that you have to see and you have to see how it affects other people and dynamics change. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I'll watch it. And don't get me wrong, the show is good. Mm-hmm. It's a very good show. Technically, it's wonderful, mm-hmm. right? But this shit is heavy as fuck. Mm-hmm. So Zendaya saying that this season is heavier than the last one is crazy. So I'll be watching this show incrementally. Mm-hmm. I'm not watching more than two or three episodes of Euphoria a week. I tried to binge it. And I'm not kidding. Yeah. I watched two and a half episodes one night. The next morning I had the worst day of my life. Damn. I, I felt shitty all day. You got to sage yourself after watching these motherfuckers. I'm not being funny. Like yeah. I, I have been grumpy since then. Shit. I, I can't binge this show. So I'm going to, I know, but again, watching it, even just the two and a half episodes I got through, I was like, "Oh, everyone's right. I do need this context." Man, that's interesting because I don't, I don't. It doesn't sit with me that way. Like, also, I, <clears throat> I pretend to be a thug, but watching kids go through stuff really, really does. Like, yeah, I, and addiction is something close to my family. Yeah. Um. Yeah, like I have experience. I'm not an addict. I've never been an right. addict, but I have experience with addicts yeah. and addiction. Mine too. Right, so this is like, I know what it is to watch someone tear a house at. Yeah. I know what it is to go look for someone, well, like to watch your family go look for someone at two or three in the morning because they can't find them. Mm. Um, Stuff like that. So mm. it's like, oh, I know what, how this feels. And it's like, oh, this is so. And then to watch these kids go through this and like, I just get upset. Like the scene, I think it was episode two or maybe it was one when Rue got back from rehab and her teachers like has her up on the stage and Rue was losing it mm. and everyone's just letting her. And it's like, Y'all know she's got back from rehab. Right. Why are y'all traumatizing her over and over again like this? Do they do they know? Yes. Okay. Yes. I, I, I see. I, uh, I'm. You know, season one was like two years ago, so a lot of the details are fleeting. Yeah. But, okay. Like it was a thing in the school. Ruth got back from rehab. Aren't you dead? Like uh, it was it, a thing. It. Okay. Like I do remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So why would you do that? Knowing she's got back from rehab, that's not what she needed. You have further traumatized her and the first thing she did mm-hmm. was run to go use mm. um well i mean maybe that's a purposeful commentary you know maybe but it's it's a lot it's is a all lot. i'm saying yeah, yeah, it's yeah, a yeah. lot yeah 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 um so yes so i'll be picking up more context as the weeks go on but i'm not binging that show yeah okay just saying. i ain't mad um, at you 
But no, there are no adults on the show. Yeah. There are no fucking adults, right? The only adult is Rue's mom. And she has not had any time to grieve her dead husband because right after her husband died, her daughter became an addict. Right. Like a full blown. Yeah. I'm going to kill myself addict. She was she was smooth with the coughing and opening up the, the medicine Dog. cabinet at the same time. <laughs> Dog. And that wasn't smooth. Yeah, it wasn't smooth. You, Xanax go missing? I don't know. Come on. Where, yeah. where is it? Right. Um, But it was her father's stash, right? So it was. Oh, that was oxy she was doing. It wasn't. This, but she yeah. also had her own medication that she was on. Okay. Because she was she diagnosed bipolar when she was a kid just because. Yeah. Like she didn't go through anything traumatic. I think that's like a an intense thing too. Like. Nothing happened to Rue. Just some people's brains yeah. are that way. And that's and, and that kind of goes back to circling back to what you were saying, that conversation with her and Elliot, which was a very important conversation this episode. Yeah. About sometimes it's not cause and effect, it shit just is what it is. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I, I you know, thankfully man, you know, and I, I say this under I say this with a certain amount of privilege. I'm glad that I don't have I didn't fall victim to some sort of a drug addiction. Absolutely. You know, I'm glad that the people that I smoke weed with, nobody, you know, laced that junk with no dust. Dog. Unknowingly. Because that happened to DMX. Like, that happens to people. Yeah. I'm just I'm just thankful that that, I, I'm thankful that didn't happen to me. Although, I will go on record by saying, and I know this is the dumbest shit on planet Earth, but I'll go on record by saying this. Sometimes I do want to try, like, a hard drug just to see if I will get addicted, but I'm scared I will get addicted. But, like, sometimes I just want to try, like, Coke or, like, some crack to see okay. if I would get addicted. Just kind of like a very weird game. But I, I say that, number one, not I'm knowing how— I'm doing the face, like, ooh, sugar. Right. Knowing how stupid it sounds. And, two, um, knowing how insensitive it sounds. It wasn't you stupid I mean? until you said to see if I'm going to get addicted. Yeah, because being curious is normal. That's kind of, but that's kind. It's like a curious, but it's also like a like a double dog dare. Like I don't. It's you just, are Sagittarius. It's a, it's a very and weird. This is thing. why Sagittarius in general should not do drugs. It's almost like All I know I won't. Addictive get, personality. No, I don't. See, that's the thing. I don't have an. Well, t- and y'all t- love proving some shit. See, that's more what it is. It's Look like, at me, nigga. I did it. Ain't, like, no, please don't. Well, don't do that. But, but it's not. It's not to like gloat in front of nobody else because I know it's a. It's a sore spot for. But it's, it's more for in the me. Mirror. Like, like, oh, nigga. I beat. You ain't I beat being a crackhead. Oh, uh, what is that? Yeah, and that for type. Me? It's dumb. It's dumb as shit. But I'm. I'm just being vulnerable here. I'm addicted to being vulnerable. How about that? All right. I had an addiction to cheese at one point. Everyone does. Cheese, cheese is fucking delicious. Cheese is fucking crazy, bro. Cheese is fucking delicious. I'm off that junk, though. We sound mad and sensitive. I'm off that sh- Yeah, we do. We sound do. wild and sensitive. We do. Um, My bad. But same. I didn't smoke weed for the first time until I was like 27 years old. Okay. See, I was doing it like 13. And it was awful. I hated it. Jeez. Now, I probably did have a, a drinking problem from mm. like 17 to 23. It was, mm. it was Yeah. Okay. That's why I don't drink now. Okay. Okay. Um, because I there I was drinking to get blackout drunk. Like my intention was to get like. But was it an addiction or was I was it doing like it every a... day and I was having a bad day if I didn't. Okay, so it was an addiction. Yeah. Got it. Got it. I don't know if I was an alcoholic per se, yeah. but I definitely. Got it. I like the alcohol. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm 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 thoroughly thankful that I, I never fell victim to drugs that way yeah and again i was not like this right but yeah. you know i wasn't like oh my god you know stealing like that for it but you I, know what's crazy my bad because you we're you know it's so funny drugs is not even a big part of this show <laughs> like it's not bro that's the wild thing it's like only rue really rue and this dude elliot now like the only people that do drugs but for some reason there's like a very 
overlooming feeling of like maybe it's because maybe it's the name of the show euphoria like that's i, I kind of but yeah drugs is like i feel well i guess with rue being a central character kind of drugs seeps seeps into everyone's life i ah. think part of it is also a lot of drug addicts i, I want to be since i wanted to say this correctly and addiction in and of itself is a very selfish thing on accident mm-hmm. um it's a it's a self-serving thing is a better way to say that okay so you don't see outside of your addiction and that how you affect other people mm-hmm. and i think the show does a good job of showing how your addiction isn't just yours mm-hmm. right like rue's addiction is her mother's mm-hmm. it's her sister's mm-hmm. it's jules being jules it makes it jules father's being Jules makes it affect Jules' friends. It's Lexi's. Mm. It affects the way Lexi views and sees herself, right? Like, Lexi is now about to become probably a lot more adventurous than she should be or is comfortable being because she blames the one time that she didn't, well, that she blames herself for being so meek and mild-mannered mm. and thinks, if I had said something, maybe Rue wouldn't have OD'd. Mm. It's stuff like that. Okay. Um, And then we can, Lexi's mom has something. I don't know if she's an alcoholic, but... She seems like it. Yeah, she seems like yeah. she likes the wine. Yeah. So it just shows that like your addiction isn't yours. Right. Alone. Yeah. For people who care about you know what I mean? So I think maybe that's why the show feels that way too. Got it. Ruth yeah, seeps into everybody's life. That's a very good point. Yeah, because even like even when we're thinking about the issue with the father and Nate and Rue is the anchor point for that. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So so you're right. That's a very good observation. Rue seems to affect everybody's life in a very in a very um you know, whatever kind of way. An like, anchor almost. Like it's not Yeah. A lot of it isn't quote unquote her fault. Mm-hmm. What's happening most of it's not her fault what's happening to people. Mm-hmm. But she feeds into it. Like it 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 plays a role. Yeah. Like Jules finna act out. I don't know what she finna do. Yeah. But Jules finna act out. Yeah. I hope she doesn't start like hurting herself. Jules herself. lied to her daddy. Yeah. We ain't seen it. I, so what happened to Jules' mom? I, I can't remember. I haven't gotten that far yet. I, feel I know that like Jules, she died too. I feel like it was complicated and she left with the Sparks note. So they didn't go too deep in it as if it wasn't important. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Yes. Because. Yes, 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 yes. I think I remember now because the auxiliary episodes that came out in the early part of COVID, I think it was a thing where like the mom tried to come, the the, the episode was focused on, so there was two different episodes. There was one with uh, Jules and there was one with Rue. Mm-hmm. So we spent like the whole episode with each of them. Um, Rue's was really good because it was her and Ali, her sponsor, mm-hmm. and they were just eating at a diner and it was all just like very real raw conversation between her sponsor and her really good the jewels one was really good too and i think i remember i gotta god i gotta go back and watch again i think like jewels mom tried to come back like the father tried to facilitate jewels mom coming back and that turned into a whole thing if i remember correctly yeah yeah so i think uh, it might have something to do with jewels transition something like that i don't know probably i think what and also i want to point out about this show i appreciate that jewels being transgender Uh is not is inconsequential to the show yeah. You know very, it, yeah. but it's never a conversation. It's as yeah. no one treats her like a pariah. Right. She's a popular girl with tons of friends mm. with the, and the cool girls are friends with her. Like, 
even the reveal, I remember there was like a shot in season one where it was like the they camera pan down and they showed like the print and yeah. her. Her and Rue in the, the first episode, her yeah. and Rue in the bed. Yeah. And, and, and it was kind of one of those things where it was like, whoa, did like, I just see that? Did, all right. And you think like a conversation's coming and it doesn't. They just start. I'm like. Well, no. So they they kind of go into it a little bit in season one, maybe about like episode five, six, somewhere okay. around there. They kind of just, they don't, it, they don't make a big deal out of it, but they just kind of. She they, does say they it. confirm that yeah. she did transition. I'm saying that right that yeah. she did transition. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, uh, they do confirm it. You know what I mean? But but you're absolutely right though. It's not they don't make a whole episode it's not a story about line. it. And yeah. I love that. Yeah, I, I love do too. that. I it's do just too. it's not a secret. Yeah, everybody knows. You're almost the weirdo if you judge her for it. Yeah, like. uh, and but th- that's what I do like about like the uh, the younger generation is that like some of these things that were very taboo and you know, kind of like stuff in your closet type for for us coming up. It's fucking not even a conversation for them. And it like and, and I love that. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? It's like, yeah, so what? Fuck but then that. it's some shit you should care about, right? Like Well that's the see, that's the unintended consequence is that like Overcorrection is a real thing. Over I, I yo, I literally just had this conversation with my therapist today. Overcorrection's uh, a real thing. About overcorrection. Um yeah, it's yeah, it's a very real thing. It's a very real thing. Cause Again, talking to people eight, nine, ten years younger than me, mm-hmm. this kind of drug use in their high school was normal. Mm-hmm. Well, this—I mean, honestly, this kind of drug use and when I when this I went open, to high school in Texas, no. But what I'm saying is, very... it's there is no shame on it. Right. They're like, oh, you got to love them through. People have their thing. No, I don't know. Bring back fucking shame, dog. Like, right, right. this is not okay. Yeah. Yeah. Overcorrection. Yeah. Like even again, we'll get into cat when we get there, but. Even with that, that's an overcorrection. This whole, no, just love yourself through it. This whole, oh, it's okay that you were doing OnlyFans in fucking high school. Yeah. That's an overcorrection. And that's... Yeah. I feel like a lot of these overcorrections... Humans need boundaries. Mm-hmm. Humans need labels, even, believe it or not. Humans thrive in community. Mm-hmm. Um, communities thrive when they have consequences. Mm-hmm. Consequences keep a community and discipline and, and boundaries keep a community. So when we say, oh, to hell with all of those things, yeah. humans don't thrive in that. We don't. Yes. We just don't. That's very destructive. That, that's that's literally what happened to, that was like the fall of Rome. Literally, right? Yeah. Like it's, it, it's, self, it's self-destructive to not have, now should labels expand? Yes, I'm not saying that, but I'm saying people need to relate to other people to survive. Mm-hmm. We are pack animals. And in packs, there are rules. Yeah. You can't throw it all to the wind. Should rules change? Yes, I'm not saying yeah, that. Rules but keep I'm, people safe. Right. Yeah. Boundary. Ch- like children. Children like boundaries. They need it. They, yeah. No, they, they they prefer it. Right. You ever notice? Like, you get kids who are absolutely fucking insane and say, oh, my mom never cared what I did. Yeah, yeah. You see what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Or when you, people used to think it was a joke, but it's real. When your child acts out with you. Mm-hmm. It's because they're comfortable testing their boundaries and they're looking for you to reinforce it. Mm. And that's why your kid behaves better with other people because the boundaries you've enforced and the other people aren't safe to try them with. Mm. But we've gone way far off the point. But, <laughs> I think it's on the point though. But but it's just, it's this overcorrection of I love some of the things that people younger than me are so okay with. Like I, they could never have this story could not have been about us in high school. Or, Correct. Especially yeah. Jewel's story. Yeah. And I love that not only was it normal in this high school, that no one felt the need to make it a storyline. Mm-hmm. Because 
Yeah, Sometimes people are born like, hey, this ain't right, so we're going to live out the right way. Right. All right. What yeah. the fuck that do with me? It, you nice? You it, like you like tacos, bitch? Like the fuck? Like, yeah. Well, that, that makes you realize that they really know who they're they're talking to. They're talking to. Yeah. Yeah. They, they know who they're speaking to, who the conversation is intended for. Now, I although I think people more our age and our generation watch this probably just as much, if not yeah. more than the generation that it's probably intended for. We have a lot to learn from it, to be honest. If we're if we're keeping it a band, like. yeah, yeah. If yeah, I, I can I can I can understand how. To side note, real quick, the, this scene we're watching. No, mm-hmm. I'm not even going to go there with it. Never mind. Because I have a lot of conversations, so get there first. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. well. Um, long story short, uh, basically, is I I a thousand percent agree with you. Period. A lot of things that are they don't make conversations. Um, that don't need to be conversations because they know who they're speaking with. But let's get into you. You said you wanted to talk about the toxic positivity of cat. No, not of cat. The scene. I don't think cat is. I think cat is a realest person on this fucking show. Ooh. Okay. Talk to so me. far. Talk to me. And again, I'm saying that having only seen bits and pieces of season one. Okay. Um, but that scene for me, which in which scene when cat is laying in the bed and she's realizing that she doesn't love ethan and even that is a great conversation to have because i want girls to know girls women boys men whatever Mm -hmm. someone being good on paper and being nice to you doesn't mean you have to like them Mm. people are supposed to be nice to you why wouldn't a little boy be nice to you you're you Mm. right you know what i mean like and that doesn't mean that you have to like or love him back right that's not what that means that nothing's wrong with you if you don't Mm. But in this case in point, she, you know, she did like Ethan and she's wondering, why can't I love him? What's going on? Mm -hmm. And she makes a good introspection and goes, oh, it's me. Something is, and she's self-aware, like, oh, I'm sad and depressed. Mm -hmm. I don't feel good. And then here comes all of these uh, memes and stories that the internet will have you believe in this. I got killed on Twitter for this couple weeks ago, actually. But all of this all of these toxic positivity quotes of you just have to love yourself through it. You're perfect. You're fine. You're healthy. She's like, actually, no, I'm not any of those things. Right. They're like, no, you are. You just have to believe it. You just have to be one. She's like, no, actually I'm really unhappy. Yeah. No, you're not unhappy. You have to be a warrior. The massage, it's misogyny. It's the patriarchy. She's like, no, I'm sick of that. <laughs> and she's like, I'm just, I'm sad. And that's okay. Right. And I want people to understand this toxic positivity bullshit is going, it's literally killing people. Mm. It's okay to be sad. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with being sad is a normal human emotion that you are supposed to experience. Right. right. And being sad and being depressed aren't the same thing, but we get on TikTok and you get on Twitter and Instagram and they would have you believe that if you're not happy, then you're mentally ill. Mm. no oh i see i see the, okay i see the intersection i'm just experiencing a full gamut of emotion yeah there's nothing wrong with me actually right. something sad happened and i'm responding appropriately i said that on twitter and they dragged me for their right to be mentally ill fine oh i got dragged for days <sighs> for for people for you for you impeding infringing on on their god-given right to be, to be mentally ill to be mentally i said Ill. you know what everyone doesn't have adhd right sometimes you're just bored right it. like it's dangerous to do these things without a diagnosis because some if you're having an appropriate reaction uh-huh. to the stimuli you're experiencing that's not a mental illness 
right? If okay. some, if your I grandmother dies that. and yeah. you get sad, that's that's what's supposed to happen. You are not depressed, right? Actually, your brain is working appropriately, right? It's you're you're yeah. It's this is part of the process. If you're doing a task that's mundane and boring and you're not paying attention to it, yeah, you don't have ADHD. Got it. It's you're just bored. bored. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I get what you're saying. Right, but you get on get TikTok, and TikTok said because you fidget your thumbs yeah. that you too have ADHD. Interesting. I never. You know what? I've never thought about that. But you're you're absolutely right. You get on Instagram, and yeah. they're telling you that oh, you didn't clean your room, and you didn't cook, so you are depression. That's depression. No, you're not depressed. One, you don't feel like f- cleaning your fucking room. So what's the word for? I know you said that's that's called toxic positivity yes toxic positivity but but there's got to be another what is the for the is that considered abuse is that abusive like if somebody is trying to like label you something that you're like yo nah i'm not that but they keep trying to label you that is that abusive i think it's gaslighting that's gaslighting i think that gas well by definition gaslighting is making you feel like your feelings and your experience is invalid even though it is so i guess that's gaslighting Hold on. Repeat that definition. Yeah. And people play with that word gaslighting. Because, too. because I, I, gaslighting isn't disagreeing with you and saying that, oh, you're wrong. That's not gaslighting. Right. Gaslighting is me telling you what you experienced isn't real. It's like you stubbing your toe right mm-hmm. there. OK. And it's because I moved that desk and I wasn't supposed to. And then you stub your toe and you're telling me if you hadn't moved the desk, I wouldn't have stubbed my toe. And then I say, well, you didn't even stub your toe. What are you talking about? That's gaslighting. Wow, I've you gaslighting know, yo, isn't people use me gaslighting wrong. They that use it. That wasn't my understanding of gaslighting. People at all. use gaslighting uh-huh. as a way to manipulate other people into not having an experience, right? Like, so they're gaslighting you by saying you're gaslighting. Gaslighting is me telling you what you experienced isn't real, and this is what you actually went through. When in reality, people say, "Oh, you're, you don't agree with me, and you're telling me that I'm wrong, and my feelings are invalid." Sometimes your feelings are invalid. Now, what do we do? <laughs> What now? I, I like I, yo. I like when six talk like this. Well, I no, know the rider was the right word for you because sometimes, and I, I was told that this is from. I'm in therapy. Okay, understanding that therapy is not accessible for everyone. Understanding that even being in a space to be able to quote unquote get better, right? Because you never get better. You just learn more coping mechanisms. You healing. You're never healed. Right. Um. I got that off of me on the internet. Uh-huh. <laughs> um. Irony. But right. And I, I guess that's a place, not I guess, that's a place of privilege to be able to afford experience and routinely do that. Sure. But then you look at people and it's like, y'all just want a reason to be oppressed? It, it's like, why don't... Fam, that shit is legit an identity for a lot of people. That's, and I, I'm trying to be like... No, 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 because this needs to be said. There's a lot of, there's a, there is. They do it for clicks. They they do it for the internet because now they're making money off it. And it's, it's disrespectful to people who are like, hey, yo, I really struggle with this. Yeah. And you're making it look, because what happens is, right, and I've seen this firsthand. Let's just take ADHD, the most, quote, it's not benign, but the most, the easiest one to talk about. Yeah. When someone who does not have ADHD, who functions normally decides to go to people they have ADHD. Now, my relation to someone with ADHD is you. And there's nothing wrong with you. Mm. You're bored. You are, you know, not easily simulated, which is fine. Right. That could just be a sign of intelligence if we're keeping it a band. Okay. People aren't holding your grasp. But then I'm going to meet someone who actually has ADHD. Right. And I don't know how to deal with them. And I'm going to tell them, well, such and such is ADHD and they don't do this. And now you, your sound mind, who wants to, who has misdiagnosed themselves, mm-hmm. 
you are my point of reference for an actual problem that I can't have empathy for because I think it's you. Right. And it's not you. Nothing's wrong with you. Holy shit. So you are actually making problems for people who really go through this. Yeah. And it's like, if what is so wrong with being sad? It is fine. Being sad is a normal human emotion that you are exposed to. Ex- exposed. You are supposed <laughs> to experience. Yeah. You're supposed to get angry. Anger keeps you safe, believe it or not. Yeah. Things should anger you. Yeah. Things should scare you. Things should hurt your feelings. Right. No one has to, believe it or not, honey, no one who doesn't love you has to care about hurting your feelings. Right. And that's okay. Uh, yeah. I, I don't mean, have to consider you when I tweet something. Yeah. I don't know you. That, I don't have to be in. Inclu- I don't have that. I want to be careful with the inclusive one because you should be inclusive. But like <sighs> if I'm not, it's not a personal affront to you. Yeah. I experience life the way I experience it. And that doesn't make me bad. Yeah. I, you're touching on some real shit. And I, some it, people are bad and that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, so, I mean, you said something in, in your earlier monologue about, you know, humans like labels and, mm-hmm. and Yep. I'm trying to figure out what is the, um, I'm going to use this term, but I know this is not the right term, but this is the best way I can describe it. What is due north for everybody? Like, and, and what I mean by that is that like, um, there is just been a fucking mass dump of the, of labels of people labeling themselves, labeling other things, labeling situations as a certain thing, right? Mm-hmm. Everything has to be put in this box of like, oh, that's racism. And oh, that's sexism. Oh, that's this. It's never a good box and, either. And, the, and But it seems like the boundaries to these boxes get bigger and bigger. Or what y'all are calling abuse nowadays. Yes, abuse, oppression. There's just so many words that get through. The, the gaslight, I swear to God. I, I, so I, I don't, I, I've never seriously used the word gaslighting. I've like used it maybe like, I've, I've either referenced it from somebody else saying it mm-hmm. or I've probably said it in a satirical way. I don't recall ever using that like in a real conversation with anybody before. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I'm glad I haven't. I, I misuse a lot of words and gaslighting would have been one of them. Mm-hmm. I've heard gaslighting being used that was not explained the same way that you explain it. And to, and, and to me, that's a problem because gaslighting is, is not one of those it's words. It's a real thing. But it's not one of those words that's in Webster. It's one of those words that's on Urban Dictionary. Right. Right? Like it, 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 it has, huh? It, it, it might be in Webster. I'm almost positive it's not on Webster because I feel like I've tried to look this up before. Like it's on one of those fucking alternate, you know, social uh, dictionaries where, because it's not a. It's in it's, Oxford now. Oh, it's in Oxford. Okay, so, so to manipulate someone by psychological means into questioning their own sanity. That's me that's invalidating what you actually went. Gaslighting okay. is a colloquialism loosely defined as making someone question their own reality. The term may also be used to describe a person who presents a false narrative to another group or person which leads them to doubt their perceptions and become misled, disoriented, or distressed. It's not okay. I don't like what you're saying. You're hurting my feelings. Got it. That's okay. not gaslighting. Okay, so so I did I have to kind of like rewind a little bit what I'm saying because the times that I have heard it used, I can see where it's adjacent to that definition. It's just, around good people because most people use it just to say you're not agreeing with me well, well here's the thing it doesn't get used like in real life it's one of those yes it, it does no it, it does what here's what i'm saying there's not many times that i've heard it in a real person a person conversation gotcha. i hear it or see it on like telling stories about other conversations or internet interactions mm-hmm. it's like I've, I've heard it used one time in real life, in a real conversation that didn't have to do with social media or people talk like we're using it now because we're talking about this and mm-hmm. things that are adjacent to this. We're not using it in dialogue with each other. 
Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? I've only heard it used one time in real life in dialogue between people. Every time, uh, any other time that I've ever heard it, it's been like a Hollywood word. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's been social media. It's There's been a conduit to something like outside of real interaction. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it's just one of those like mythological words to me, just to, in general. Um, but yeah, but, but we're in a society... And maybe that's somewhat the point of this show, too, is that like um, maybe putting things in context, real things in context, showing consequence, um, showing, you, you know, that like, um, OK, at the end of the day, everybody that is in these situations that they're in, they have created them for themselves. Mm-hmm. These characters, mm-hmm. they've created all of these situations for themselves outside of maybe Cat. You know what I'm saying? Cat. Well, see, like, I think her issue with herself came from external factors. Yeah. You know, it did come from, like, people kind of, like, she. You, we people, got introduced to her by, like, these boys fucking with her. Right? Yeah. And I think that even Cats is the, maybe a more universal view of what a 16-year-old is going through, right? Yeah. You're terrified about, am I ever going to lose my virginity? Right. Stuff like that, that. right? I, but with what you're saying about humans wanting labels, that's the overcorrection part, mm-hmm. right? Cause there was a time again, to bring it back to Jules where we would have ignored Jules. Mm-hmm. We would have, you know, we would have never acknowledged her, um, her being trans, which is something that you should be allowed to say out loud. And it's fine. Like it's just mm-hmm. her family would have, especially cause she passes more or less. Like she's like, she's like a little awkward 16 year old white girl yeah. because she is one. Yeah. Is this person trans in real life? No. Okay. Is this person um, identify as a man or woman in real life? I'm assuming a woman. Okay. I, I think so because she's a model. Uh, Hunter Schaefer, okay. I think is her name. Oh, yeah. Hunter. Okay. Yeah. Um, so it's okay to identify like that, right? Well, hold, let me be clear. Maybe she, maybe she may be trans. I don't know for a fact. Okay. But 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 even that, right? Yeah. The fact that no, that's what it is. Yeah. That needed to happen, and that's a good thing. Yeah. That is an appropriate correction, right? People being able to have whatever gender identity, sexual identity, sexual preference they want out loud. Mm -hmm. That is a good correction. Being able to have mental health, relevant mental health conversations out loud is a good correction. Mm -hmm. But what happened is we learned things, words like trauma Mm -hmm. and trauma response Mm -hmm. and PTSD and addiction and abuse and gaslighting. And we've decided that we don't need any professionals to tell us or provide, like you said, context Mm -hmm into what I'm experiencing because I'm experiencing these words. Yeah. Then I have this. Yeah. Right. Again, if your grandmother dies. Yeah. And the next day you can't get out of bed. Makes you sense. don't clean your room for two weeks and you can't eat. Yeah. You don't have depression. Depression is not an emotion. Right. Depression is a diagnosis. Right. You know, people think that's where they're conflated. Yeah. You're sad. That's a good point. And it's okay to be sad, right? If you are in public yeah. and you can't handle it because you're in the, there was a, uh, an example given to me by someone trying to tell me that I was wrong for this. Okay. And she, and she was saying that if someone is in a crowd in, in New York, never been there in a crowded space and a crowded train, who are you to tell them they don't have anxiety? Mm. They don't have anxiety. Mm -hmm. You are anxious appropriately. (laughs) Right, right. Okay, I get what you're saying. Like, oh, so. Generalized anxiety disorder is a diagnosis. Being anxious when you are alone in a strange town on a train by yourself and don't know where you're going. You are supposed to get anxious. Yeah, it's it's still, 
it's still anxiety, but it's an it's it, appropriate. It, it, there's a subcategory for these things. It's context. Yeah, there's context. Right. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm with you. I'm 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 fucking with what you're saying. Everything right isn't now. trauma. Yeah, I'm fucking with what you're saying. Your right mom now. telling you no, you can't go out with your friends every night didn't didn't traumatize you and ruin relationships for you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know what though? I'm 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 glad that we're having this conversation because I'm gonna be honest. I've I've now that you're calling it out. I've definitely, this conversation was for me. I've okay. used words like depression before in reference to myself. You're, you were, well, you might, I don't know. I'm not here to tell yeah, you. But never you're been seeing, diagnosed. Okay. But I you're mean, seeing a professional. I so am I don't, seeing a professional, yeah. but I've, but they have not diagnosed me as depressed. Right. So I, I want to be clear about that. Cause, cause here's the thing too. I don't, I don't, I don't want to jump on a soapbox and act like, you know, like I'm not a participant in social media and I've not, yeah. you know, crossed these lines before because I'm still learning. We all about have all we learned. I used to do that. Yeah. I'm only this way because I'm in, th- my therapist yells at me every other, I tried to tell a lady I had agoraphobia and she right. was like, you do know it's a pandemic outside and you're not supposed to want to go outside. Yeah. I was like, oh, she goes, yeah. So you're not agoraphobic. You're just responsible. Like there's a pandemic. See, I, th- I think I am to a degree because See? I, I was like that talk before your, the pandemic. Talk to your therapist. I don't know. Yeah. But it's, yeah. so I'm not saying I'm exempt from it. I'm yeah. saying I can recognize it and call it out. And call it out. Yeah. Like, no, bitch, you're not agoraphobic. Mm-hmm. You're not. This is an appropriate reaction. Mm. That is a conversation that you know what? And I, I want that needs to be the takeaway from. If there's a takeaway from this episode, and we're not done yet, no, I, not I, I'm not saying that, yeah. but like, if there's a takeaway from that this episode of Grams of Snow, I think it's I, I would like it to be that that like, yo, there is context to everything that you're feeling. Even, and if there isn't, then there's a problem, right? I'm not yeah. saying depression isn't real. I'm not saying if you are depressed that you can just, oh no, you're not. No, if you are diagnosed with depression, yeah, by all means, honey, drug therapy, whatever you got to do, a, per, a prescription, yeah, prescription, like right, right, right whatever path is appropriate i want you to take it i see a therapist every other week yeah like i'm not i'm not shaming that i'm not saying you can think or pray your way out of it what i'm saying is tiktok cannot diagnose you yes correct there you go there you go you being sad doesn't make you depressed yeah. you being angry sometimes doesn't make you bipolar <laughs> right 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 yeah, someone yeah, yeah. yelling at you is not abuse right right or somebody Some, not agreeing with you is not oppression s- Somebody yeah. ignoring you is not abuse. Yeah. Someone telling you that, hey, I don't agree with that is not gaslighting. Right. Right. Yeah. Your feelings don't always matter. I hate to break that to you, Angel. Yeah. But it, so they matter to you and you have to respond to your feelings. You have to own your feelings. So if you're in a situation where it's I feel this way about something mm-hmm. and you share it. Mm-hmm. You now have to make a choice. Mm-hmm. Your feelings don't have to matter to anybody else but you and you have to own them and your reaction. Mm-hmm. Now, if someone reacts up again, context is important. Yeah. But as a whole, your feelings aren't always going to be valid in open public spaces. And a lot of the conversations y'all are having on the internet are only being had on the internet. Yeah. And now I'm gonna be mean. A lot of y'all don't ever go outside. <laughs> so you, it, your real life yeah. has become the internet, and your yeah. identity has become this weird thing that you've decided to make it so something's wrong with you mm. because you're not shining anywhere else. So you don't feel heard outside of that. And that alone is a reason to go to therapy. And I'm not being mean or ugly when I say that mm. you not feeling heard is a reason to go talk to somebody. Mm. You feeling like you have to adopt this student. Like, but y'all need to go outside and touch grass. And again, I'm not being mean when I say that you right. don't ground yourself. Yeah. But how many episodes until 
Maddie slam Cassie head in the locker. That's what I want to know. What's going to happen when she finds out? Do you think is it? Do you think do Nate you, told us she gonna actually kill this girl? Yeah. Okay. So this is where maybe Travis comes in because we didn't see Travis this episode, but we know he's a factor, mm-hmm. right? He wants her back. He wants her back. And also, Cassie, what what did you think was gonna happen with not only your best friend's ex, mm-hmm. but your ex's best friend? But your ex's best friend. What your ex's. Are you t- oh, you're McKay. Yes. Oh, when I was talking about Travis, that was that's little Meech. McKay. I know. Is her, I'm talking, okay. but I'm just talking saying this, it brought me back. Like, yeah, this is gonna. It's gonna be a very. That is very 16 year old behavior. Right. It's gonna because be a, what did you think was gonna happen? Well, you didn't think. You know, and, you thought and, with your vagina, little girl. And, and Nate, you know, when Nate was down there licking on her on her thing thing, she should have peed in his fucking mouth. Yeah, no, but like. See, he, he asked her, how are you going to look Maddie in the eye? That was a very real question, man. It was, but not the time. Yeah. Was he gaslighting her? <laughs> all I'm going to say is, she should have pissed in his mouth. She should have peed all of this. Without consent. La boca, huh? Um, yeah. Let's talk about that scene real quick. So when he, when he, when she runs away in all those houses, and I just want to say this as a sidebar, was any part of that very like, um, horror killer slasher killer ish yes. that like she was running around and the bimbo he just with the big boobs and like, he what are we... j- but listen he just walked right to where she was he knew exactly where she was going Fam. he walked and caught up with her that felt very Michael Myers ish fam not even that yeah Nate why did you take her there I think he was gonna kill her at least I that's what I that's what I thought that's no. listen Nate is a school shooter I don't give a fuck what nobody no, absolutely says. Yeah. absolutely but he can't explain Cassie being gone. Yeah, I, I, he. They gonna open her phone up or go her text messages and see that she been with him. So no. Nah. Yeah, but he's, he, you know, but you know what he represents. He represents the that unmitigated like, fucking goal. <laughs> yeah, that. <laughs> like, and, and I think he has enough charisma, and I think he has enough like American boy appeal to where he could talk his way out of that story if he ever decided to fucking choke the shit out of her. He could talk his way out of that story if he didn't have the per, the reputation he did maybe that's that's true too i do forget about that because even his mama said what he do yeah his mama knew cal was like he's our son she was Uh, like okay but what he do yeah let's let's keep it a band yeah he's our son exactly we know him i don't know what's gonna happen when casey when maddie finds out it's not gonna I, I love that montage of maddie beating everybody ass and the first one was you fucking racist (laughs) yes my girl (laughs) yeah so did that make you like Maddie more? Because she's very obnoxious. Um, no, I I enjoy Maddie's obnoxiousness. Okay. Um, there's something about her I just inherently don't like. You're and you're not supposed to. Yeah. She's supposed to be someone that you don't root for, but you care about. Okay. I see. I don't care. About I feel like if something happened to Maddie, you'd be like, "Fuck, what the fuck?" Right? No. Oh well. Like, like if she disappeared, like next episode, I'd be fine. Like she doesn't. There's nothing about her that I like, but I'm. But in saying that out loud, I don't know why that is. She hasn't done anything for me not to like her. Just... She's here to be emotion invoking. Okay. Right. So, she she is the cool girl in high school who struggles. Like she was telling Jules, like I'm never gonna have love like that. Right. Maddie knows she ain't shit, and she ain't shit because she like. She's been through so much, or maybe I mean, how much can you fucking go through at seventeen? But uh, I mean, a lot, if, a lot, it, but. It, in retrospect to how much you've been through, it feels like a lot. 
you know touche yeah. and i tell people that all the time like your kids act out like it's the worst thing to happen to them because it, it might is. be <laughs> it might be they haven't been alive that long yeah. <laughs> but i think that in in reaction to things that have happened to her have made her have to be this way mm-hmm. and then having to be that way makes the things keep happening to her um mm. so you can't stand her but it's like bitch bring your little dumb ass off something happened to you yeah. like because she's not evil she's not evil she's mean, yeah she, she's not but she's not even mean she's a bitch yeah, yeah, like that's what i'm saying she has a, the anything that she's ever done has been between her and nate and i don't like nate at all she's just emotion but a lot of times there i so i'm wondering if i don't like her because she's with nate and like i just associate them i don't think so Mm-hmm. I think that because even Nate said in his, you know, monologue at the beginning, she brings out the worst in me. Right. And I've I know women even now at my big age where some people just don't like them because of how that woman makes them feel about themselves. Ooh, damn. So Freudian slip on my behalf. Got it. No, I'm just I've I've seen it. I've <laughs> seen where a woman who maybe like Kat and Maddie she represents that girl I couldn't fucking ask. No, I'm just kidding. No, like Kat and Maddie <laughs> being friends uh-huh. doesn't feel authentic. I mean it could be for people their age now. Okay. But back in the day, right. nah. Because what that is, it, a lot of times, she represents what you can't be. So you don't like her. Right. And she's confident in it and sassy. Yeah. There's no reason not to like Maddie. None. Yeah. You have no reason not to like her. She's right. bitchy, but she's a 17-year-old girl. Of course she is. Right. She ain't really harmed nobody just because. Mm-hmm. She ain't done no fake or fuck shit for real. Mm-hmm. It's just something about her rub you the wrong way. Yeah. And it's, it's a, it's, people talk about pretty privilege, but there's also a downside of it. Mm -hmm. People expect you to be mean and stupid. Well, so, so, okay. I'm going to tell you what I, what I've learned about her in season two. What I've learned about Maddie is that she has a little bit of depth. Mm-hmm. Right. The, the Even the babysitting to me, like, like as, as crazy as it sounds, the whole scene of her being in somebody else's house and then like how she got out of it uh, when she was, you know, doing trying on the dresses and she heard him come in. Even trying on the dresses. Yeah. Trying on longing the, for a life. Yeah. Trying on the dresses. But, but like even what she defaulted to, like the the dishwashing, what she defaulted to when they were coming in. Mm-hmm. Like the, I, I learned so much. I'm learning so much about her. You know, in season two, because that's making me say default to something that wasn't weird. You see what I'm saying? So, so she she's accumulating depth, or or your favorite part when she smashed a girl's head and she said, "You fucking racist." Oh, I didn't know you cared about things like that. But you only think that because she's pretty. Because if Cat did that, it wouldn't have bothered you. It wouldn't have caught you off guard. Um, you there could be something to that. I can't confirm nor deny. If Cat was babysitting and trying on dresses and got caught and started doing dishes, none of that would have caught you off guard. You wouldn't go, oh, Cat's getting depth. But we'll see. But Cat, we got introduced to depth about Cat very early on because we I've seen her transformation. See, Maddie's been who she's been. Okay. So we we've seen Cat's transformation of like this sort of this girl that from she went from like very I'm not gonna say innocent, but as innocent as you can be in this environment with no sexual activity mm-hmm. to like a camera to a cam girl to like a full blown relationship. Like a she's done. One. Yeah. A healthy one. So, so she's revealed a lot. So she's probably not a good comparison because she's revealed a lot. If Cassie did it, you would be caught off guard. 
Cassie's- I would, because she's to me she's dumb as a brick. I'm, I'm gonna tell you who's a better comparison. Okay. If Lexi did it, I would I, I wouldn't have been surprised because okay. we you don't learn a lot about Lexi in season one. Gotcha. So the first episode is the most that I learned about Lexi, like the, with her and Fez. Mm-hmm. If Lexi would have did it, I wouldn't have been shocked. Right. See, I I inherently like her. For no reason. I don't know anything about her. She's easy to digest. She's not ugly. She's not super pretty. She's not abrasive. She's just there. I got it. though. Not me, not Kat. Maddie, though, is striking. Whether you think Maddie's super pretty or not, it doesn't matter. That's the character she's playing. She's striking. She's the it girl. She's dating the QB who treats her like shit and she knows it doesn't know what to do. Because no one else will date her because they think she only should be dating the QB. Got it. You see what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah, it's definitely it, it, talking it out is definitely a problem with me and not these characters. Right. Um it, and and I got to just give the I, all these actors that we're talking about we we have to give them their they are flowers. Embodying these parts. Like even Maddie cuz Maddie to me she doesn't seem like an exceptional. She's playing the exact same character in this that she was playing in Waves for the most part. Mm-hmm. Um It seems like this might be let me not do that either. But Alexa Demi, her um, internet persona feels like Maddie. It does. See, she feels like she could she's be not super too deep, far right? removed. But her, her internet persona, I will say, because I can't say what I just said and be like, oh, she's the same person. For all I know, this bitch could like quote Shakespeare on a regular and like go on acid <laughs> trips, right? Like, I don't know. Right. But her internet persona feels a lot like Maddie. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I agree with you. It's the very adult consistent. Person, of course. It's very consistent. So, and, and, and that's how I felt about Cassie until I saw that antique car video. You know, and then yeah. I was like, oh, shit, this girl is a real she's really a good actress. You, you know, like anyway, because because I, I ended up saying that, like, that's kind of the reason why I don't like Pac. It's crazy. I don't like Pac because he did an amazing job in Juice. Yeah. And and that just always like and I couldn't separate no the two real life. I couldn't separate the two. And um, another conversation that we're going to have at some point, I was a uh, shout out to my boy. Um. Shout out to my man BJ. I was having this conversation with him when I was like, basically, um, Pac and Heath Ledger died from the same thing. But that's a whole nother conversation. It is. That that off top, I don't agree. That, but I, I, I know. Context. I have a very interesting way to bring it together on some Dave Chappelle shit. Because you do know that but, Heath Ledger overdosed, right? Yes, I do. Okay. But uh, what we're talking about the impetus of what of what happened He's between the both of them. It's a deeper conversation than that. But but cool. Um, and we're not, that, that ain't what this one's for. That's a whole nother podcast. Um, but yeah, man, like, uh, these actors, man, even, even the ones that are not good, like Fez Co, uh, you know, Angus Cloud is not an exceptional actor to me at all. You don't think so? No, he's a terrible actor. Why do you say that? Um, because the way his character presents Right. The way that his character presents, like the like I'm just going to say this because I don't know, like the PC way to say it, the slowness Mm -hmm. in his character. That's not part of the character. That's him. You think so? That's him. I think that a little boy who was raised by his drug dealing grandmother who never had any kind of real formal education. Yeah. And has only ever sold drugs is now taking care of another child. Yeah. And it's only ever known that I, I, this feels wild appropriate. No, no, no. I expect him to be behind. Here's the thing. Socially delayed. No, if, see, this is what I'm saying. Like, he's not a good, if you saw him in another movie, he wouldn't be good. How do we know? I promise you. I, I'm willing to bet you a good 20. If you saw him in another movie. I don't movie, know from the internet, he seems wild witty. If you, if you saw him in another movie that wasn't this kind of character, 
that was maybe like the complete opposite of this character, he wouldn't do a good job. That feels unfair to say. I, it's very unfair if to say because, because on the I have internet, no evidence. He does not seem like Fez. Yeah. Okay. I'm not saying. On the saying, internet, he's extremely witty and funny. What I'm, here's what I'm, okay. I'm not saying that this boy is Fez in real life. What I'm saying is in real life, he's likable. So to me, the, to me, this is a praise on casting. I think I don't think they're trying to tell him to act. I think they're I think they're giving him lines, and he has lines, and they're telling him to just do you, just do the way you would do them. He's not acting, but what they've done is that they've casted somebody who radiates um, affability in their presence, and they brought a character to it. As opposed to somebody like Sidney Sweeney, who has created a character that is somebody like Zendaya. Zendaya is not Rue at all in real life. Angus Cloud is not Fez. Yes, but also he we haven't seen him do any extreme gangster shit. So you can't say he's bad. Okay. He's literally nothing like Fez. If I'm going by the internet alone, that's all we have. He is nothing like Fez. The same way you're only going on the internet for Sydney Sweeney. Right. She's nothing like like Cassie. I agree. We're in total agreement there. He's not Fez in real life. But the character of Fez is not a gangster. That's not what's being sold in this character. The character of Fez that is being sold is a little boy who was robbed of his youth. He's playing that really well. That's who he is in real life. You don't know that. He's, no, no. I'm. I'm just. T you're right. We don't know that. This is. This is all hypothesis. But that's what podcasts are for. Hypothesis. No, I guess what I'm saying is, it's my instinct that's telling me this. But that. your standard is off, then. No. How so? Because you say the opposite for Cassie. Yes, I was wrong with Cassie. No, but what I'm saying is with Sydney Sweeney, uh -huh. you can see that she is not Cassie. Yes. And that she is creating this, she has, fell, she has fallen into the character of Cassie wonderfully yes. and playing it well. I don't like Cassie in real life. I mean, I don't like Cassie the character as a person. No, that's fine. Yeah. I, you don't have to, but you acknowledge that Sydney Sweeney is playing the fuck out of it. Yes. Because you acknowledge that she's completely different according to the internet. She seems she seems more likable and a likable person in real life. None of that that's matters. Ma right? That's being, playing an unlikable person. Being likable doesn't, who, who gives a fuck, right? Yeah. But... What I'm, but Cassie's supposed to be likable. But what I'm saying is, no, she's not. You think Cassie's supposed to be likable? I think she's supposed to be the girl next door. Um, but what I'm saying is, she's supposed to be fuckable. But I don't I mean, think she's, she's getting fucked a lot. So clearly, it's working. <laughs> by, right. I don't, a lot think, of I don't think there. she's supposed to be likable. It's fucking her best friend's man. Fuck, like you gotta like her a little bit, right? You gotta look at her. Um, <laughs> but what I'm saying is, Fesco has brought life. Angus Cloud has brought life to Fesco. Yes, for, for sure. For all we know, Fesco is supposed to be a gangster. Angus Cloud, we're like, you know what? This feel a little more authentic. That's and a possibility. we can say that because on the internet, he is nothing like Fesco. The same way Sidney Sweeney on the internet is nothing like Cassie. So I don't understand why that standard isn't falling okay, down you, to Angus Cloud you, for you. Okay. Um, very, that's a very, first of all, that's a very good question. That's a very good observation. I'm 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 not. Am I screaming? Am I loud? I feel like I'm really close to the mic. You're talking with passion. It's no big deal. It's good. I, just, I don't mean to. No, I guess no, you're I'm good. normally not as close to the microphone. Is that better? It, no, it sounds fine. Oh, okay. Like from a sonic standpoint, it's oh, fine. Oh, that's all I meant. Now, I don't care if they think I'm yelling. Okay. What I'm, what you're saying is very real, very fair, and I love the fact that you're asking that because this is, let's be clear, this is treasy logic. This is all hypothesis 
and hypotenuses. Okay, this has nothing but to do not with real life. But it's not even your life. own logic. <laughs> no, it, it it is because what I'm. It's very simple, and I'll do it. I'll do it with like uh, with with this. Sydney Sydney Sweeney and Cassie. Okay, Cassie is an unlikable person in this show. She's very she's very fucking. She's she's repulsive in this show, as far as you ask me. Like, you know, of course, is she? There's no girl. There's no, you don't look at Cassie and like her. You don't like Cassie. You don't like Cassie in and real life. In, in this show, no, Cassie. We're talking about the character Cassie. In you high school, those are the white girls I would hang out with. You would hang out with. Yeah, because you, you stupid and you white and you but know. Did it. you like them? Yeah. Oh, okay. All I right. don't like white girls like Maddie. Okay, got it. So, <laughs> all right. To me, Cassie is not a likable character, okay? But Sydney Sweeney, as a person, she seems to be a likable person. So you have a likable person playing an unlikable character and is doing it to the degree that I totally believe it. That equation equals good actor. Now, what we're talking about with Angus Cloud. Angus Cloud, this is the same. This You're is the upset same. That you like him on and off of the internet. No, so I'm, he's a bad actor. I'm not upset. He's a no. bad actor because you like him on no, and off the I, internet. I, all I'm saying is, and you you bought it. We bought it up last episode. He wasn't an actor. Somebody found him and and he got put into a role. That doesn't mean he can't act. Um, he's had to. I'm sure he's had to learn. I mean, listen, you can't share screen time with Zendaya. One Lil of the Meech best. is a bad actor. Yes, he's a bad actor. And yeah. he's a bad actor. Simple. He keeps playing unlikable characters. He's unlikable in real life. That's tying together, and he's still a bad actor. Okay, very good point. That's now. That's a whole. That's a third column. That's a third column. I'm not saying that Angus Cloud cannot be a good actor. I'm not saying that. I am somewhat You're saying that saying he is a bad actor. You're not saying why he's not good though. Um, because you're just saying, eh, don't like him. No, because what I'm saying, if it's just you don't like him, that's fine. No, but it has to be that. I, I, like. I, I love his. I Fezco is my favorite character on this show. Okay. And I think, like, from what I've seen about his internet personality, he seems like a very likable dude. Like, I would probably love hanging out with Angus Cloud. Okay. Okay. Just on some like, just cool, like not do, just sit around I and just leave with Angus Cloud. To be honest, just with hang you. out with the motherfucker. Okay. He just seems like a cool dude. Uh-huh. We're not talking about his character as an individual. I'm talking about what I'm saying is. Angus Cloud uh-huh. as another another part in another show. Like I couldn't if Angus Cloud was what what's another show that we watch? Um that we've covered. Snowfall. That, that, okay. I'm trying to think of a character in Snowfall. Gustavo. <sighs> Angus Cloud couldn't be Gustavo. Yes, he could. Mm. Gustavo's again a wounded kid who's now selling. Like, I don't get it. Like, yeah. you're going off vibes, bro. Like, I am going, I am a vibes. What man. you're saying is, I am he a is, vibes man. And again, it's not going to be sound logic because what yeah. you're saying is, he is so good at this. There's no way he's going to be good at anything else. But all of our favorite actors, we call them by their character's name because they've been so good at it and embodied it. No, I'm saying that, I'm not saying that he's so good at this that he couldn't be good at anything else. I'm saying that he wouldn't be good at anything else because he's not a good actor. How, you, but you. You have no context for that because the one I'm, character. I'm talking about the way he delivers his lines. The that, way his he's delivering them like Fesco should be delivering them. Yeah, but he got his grandmother bust him in the head with a fucking crowbar. No, see, this is he's case slow. in point. No, 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 no. This is case in point. This is this almost proves what I'm saying. They had to create that backstory. This is just the genius filmmaking. They created that backstory. You go along and now. no, I'm not. 
I'm, this is some, this Sam was Sam Levinson called you and said this? No, I said this last episode where I said what they, what they showed him getting hit in the head. That's a real scar on his head. So this this is proving what I'm saying. Or they, maybe they, they found somebody real... with the scar they needed. Because again, they found him walking down the street. You know how hard it is to find somebody with a fucking no, scar on their head? No, no, no. See, what they did, this is the allu- This is the genius of this show, man. They created a scenario. Just say you don't like Fez and his vibes because you're not making any sense. No, his vibes. I love, you're missing the point. I love everything about Fezco. He, he and is Angus doing. And Cloud is playing him well, right? He's. Like, I don't get it. If you love the character so much and you agree the character's being played well, why are we calling this man a bad actor? Because we have to disconnect. You, you, like, you're conflating two things. You're saying because he's playing the character well that he's a good actor. Because I have nothing, I have no other thing to base it off of. If what I'm looking at is him acting well, I can't say that he's not good at acting. Okay, the pieces that you have to untether are what is created as a character and what is good about him naturally that fits into the character properly i can't untether those because i don't know the difference because he's never acted as anyone else I'm, well, so i'm tr- i'm trying to so there's a okay there's a there's a what i will admit to and i'm admitting everything which is you just it's just vibes yes yes okay that's and, fine and if it's your gonna, vibe that's and fine. i'm gonna give it another word there is a certain amount of like instinct uh for for me like self-proclaimed you know like film buff right there's a certain amount of instinct when you see people that create it and then you see people that fit into it there is a there is there's like very subtle it's, it's like very subtle microaggressions and things that like the average uh person wouldn't see uh, that's what i'm assuming like have you ever listened to music with somebody who mixes music i don't anymore okay they hear things that your untrained ear would never be able to comprehend. Yeah, but it's not vibes. Yes, it is. <laughs> no, 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 no. no. They vi- can no, no. They can pinpoint what it is. I'm telling you. I'm You're telling me it's an instinct. No, it's okay, vibes. Okay, listen, listen. <laughs> when all right in the in the in the convenience store scene. Uh-huh. Okay. Um. When he when when he was like, uh, that's the malt liquor. And she yeah. was like, Oh yeah, I know. That. That is not a character choice to deliver that line that way. That is how Angus Cloud talks, and it just fits because they've created the proper so they insulation found the right actor of for the character. They exactly. Were? No, but that doesn't they, make no, him. A... They found the right person no. for the character. Treasy, let's say that's right. We still can't call him a bad actor because we haven't seen him act poorly yet. Oh. I get what you're saying. You can't say no, he's a bad actor. You're, okay, you're you're absolutely right. If he's doing this right well, if he's being Fesco, if he's really good at being Fesco, you're absolutely we've only right. We've ever seen way. him be Fesco. Okay, what I'm doing. Okay, because I'm I'm glad you said that because now you're helping me understand why this is fucking up. You're absolutely right. He is playing Fesco to a motherfucking T. Uh-huh. What I am talking about is is I'm kicking the can down the road. Like I'm looking. I'm I'm, I'm seeing. I'm seeing that. Outside of this, he's not going to have much. He's not going to have much presence outside of this. He's not going to have much presence outside of that role. And now, of course, this is this is a this is that's vibes. This is bet territory. We have to agree that's vibes. Yeah, yeah. You're this is gambling territory. I could like, be completely just, wrong. Okay, just yeah. So there's yeah, vibes. No concrete evidence for this. There's no like, concrete evidence for this. You, there's no like, other, 
other than like no, yo, no, 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 no. We got there. There's no logic for this is vibes, and it's okay if it's vibes. But you gotta stop calling it logic because you like it. Uh, no, I, I'm not calling it logic. I told you it was vibes. I told you. No, this you was, were like, no, I can tie it together. No, I told you, you this is hypo- Yes, you could still tie hypothesis together. But I'm, even your hypothesis doesn't fit your own fucking science because you, the conversation we had about a, Sydney Swe- What have you seen Sydney Sweeney guess. act or anything else? I haven't seen anything else for no. Yes, I have. Um, White Lotus. There, that sh- other show on HBO, White Lotus. Same character. Yeah, she's playing f- basically. But that was, hello. See, no. <laughs> the same character. Listen, but but you love her. She's a good actress though, because you think because she but, fixes cars that the Cassie would ever fix cars. I don't get it. If she's acting, it's the same person. And why do we think that bimbos can't learn how to work a monkey wrench? Like, we talking about? That is a point. That what are we talking point. about? And the hoes be cool as shit. Man, you're 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 hitting on some cylinders. No pun intended. You're hitting on some cylinders right now. Like I don't get it. (laughs) Yeah. So your logic, it's okay, but you have to be okay with your take on Angus Cloud being vibes. Yeah. For us to get past this. No, but I've been okay with your own. (laughs) I've been okay. But you keep trying to say it matches your logic, and it doesn't. Yeah. No, I'm tracking my logic. I'm not saying that my logic is right. I'm saying it's my logic. No, but your logic ain't tying up. All right, we'll we'll see. We'll see. We'll see how many leading roles he no, gets outside of this. No, I'm not saying he's going to be the next fucking Johnny Depp. I'm just saying he's doing really good at this, and he's I doing can't amazing. say he's a bad actor. Listen, okay, this is okay. This is ultimately, if I were to place a wager, this is what my wager would say. Mm-hmm. If if Angus Cloud is not acting in another film with a very visionary director that understands how to insulate a mediocre to bad actor with a good story with a good backstory of their character. I'd like to see you act. If he, I, I'm terrible, but I'll tell you straight up. Like, but if somebody, if somebody, listen, I would be okay with people having this conversation about me. Cause I, Angus probably does not identify as an actor. He identifies as a motherfucker that got lucky guaranteed. He doesn't identify as an actor okay. guaranteed. He doesn't identify as an actor. We're going to stop giving it's the a, kids new things to call themselves. It's a profession. No, 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 no. And your profession is not your identity. Yeah. I Okay. But you I'll have to cheeky. identify. I was being cheeky uh, about giving children new identities. That's all. God. Oh, so that was a, okay, got it. See how, see how entrenched you are in this nonsensical madness? <laughs> Shut up. I hate you right now. <laughs> anyway, but that, my bet would be, my bet would be if he is not paired with a director that knows how to insulate a character with a backstory or if he's not paired with a script a story that is not well insulated and he's care and he's casted for that insulation. It's not going to go well. That's my bet. That's the bet that I would wager right there. Those it's not going to go. Yeah. Th- those are the vibes. Okay. I hate you so much. Dog, those are vibes. And it's okay that they're vibes, but you can't be like, Oh, it's, no, it's just vibes. Okay. You're so bang with them. And that's cool. So, it's so a bunch of people I don't like, why'd you like them? I just don't. <laughs> I don't have to have a reason. I don't bang with them. <laughs> okay. And that's fine. Yeah. I ain't got no logic behind it. Fuck them. But like, but like but, I hate Jackie Kennedy Onassis. I hate her. If I could dig her up and kill her again, I would. She's not dead, bro. She's not. I can kill her. Yo, you're you gotta stop I that, hate bro. Jackie Kennedy Onassis. What does she do to you? Have you ever seen her? What does she do to Look you? Look at her face. Okay, so so you on that you're on that uh. On she's the Maddie the shit. She's the ugliest lady on the planet. You on the Maddie shit. You just don't like her because like how she makes you feel. Looking at her makes me uncomfortable, bro. Her eyes on the side of her fucking head. I don't. I don't. You seen Ice Age, right? Th- 
<laughs> I haven't, but the I squirrel. But I know what you're talking about. Fucking Jackie Kennedy on ass dog. Yo, I hate her. Listen. There's no, re- there is no logical reason for me to hate Jackie Kennedy on ass. But none. I do. If she was standing in front of me, I'd drop kick her. Golly, and it's just vibes, and it's okay. Dude, first of all, she gets the she gets the gangster over. First, she watched her husband get assassinated Bro. and jumped onto a back of a trunk and picked up a piece of his brain. Okay, to 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 try to stuff it back in his like she's I I you can't get me to say nothing bad about Jackie. That's what made you when your God. I hate that lady. <laughs> All right, man. Um, because what did you marry Kennedy for anyway? Why would you do that? Stupid. What you mean? Which why would you marry Kennedy for? You stupid if you married a Kennedy. What What do you mean? Doesn't matter. It's not not the right podcast for it. <laughs> I don't even get what that means. It's fine. We'll talk about it later. But again. Maddie gonna put this together. We're watching the scene where Maddie calls Nate and he doesn't answer, mm-hmm. and Cassie get a little smirk on her face that I want to smack off her, and then Maddie FaceTimes Cassie mm-hmm. and she doesn't answer. And for a second, you almost think that Cassie that Maddie's putting it together when she kind of scrunches up her face like, mm-hmm. "Why both the motherfuckers ain't answering me?" That's gonna happen again. I feel she like. didn't call Cassie. She FaceTimed her. Yes, yeah, she did. No, that was that was she. She called Nate. He didn't pick up. Then and she then FaceTimed she FaceTimed Nate. Cassie. I thought she FaceTimed Nate. No, no. When she, the phone was in front of her, it was calling Cassie. Oh, I didn't pick on. I didn't pick up on that. I thought. Yeah. Because I thought it was the same phone that was sitting no. inside of the. Interesting. No. I didn't even pick that up. That's gonna happen again. Oh. And like Nate said, she gonna try to kill me. She yeah, gonna she gonna actually kill, kill you. Right. Ruth Interesting. Gonna snitch on herself. She gonna snitch on herself. Yeah. What you mean? She gonna tell Jules. Mm-hmm. Jules gonna tell her mama. She gonna tell Jules what? That she's using again. Or Jules gonna find out because addicts can sometimes be messy. Well, I think she knows. No, no, no. I mean, no, she thinks that she's clean. I think that she Okay. Have they had the relapse conversation or was that a Yeah, they had the relapse conversation in episode one. Was it or was that like a thing? I know that there no, was that, commercial, she, she so was, it wasn't actually. She was thing. like okay. Yeah, she was like uh, she's like to be honest I haven't ha- been having a good time you know like when did you relapse the night you left yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. I wasn't so, so she in my knows head I didn't she's... know if that was like a, a preview or no no that was watching real. so much yeah yeah but what I'm I don't think she knows that she's to this extent again I think relapse is one thing mm-hmm. using again is another I, I don't think too many people know how mm-hmm. the, like it, it, listen baby it, is like an addict it's shocked it shocked Elliot, and he's a drug addict. <laughs> How yeah. deep she's into it. I'm not over that. I'm not over. There's my heart. Yeah. I lost you. So, excuse me? So if if we're looking at Elliot's character sort of being like the the identity of us getting a chance to see Rue in action through another character's eyes that, like, she's in the same zone with, you know, like, nobody take. else sees this. New hot take. What's that? Elliot cuts her off because he does like her and doesn't want this for her. And now she's going through withdrawal. Interesting. Okay. Because I feel like Fez is not going to keep giving her drugs. Well, Fez hasn't been giving her drugs. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's not going to go back to what it was. Got it. Um, Ashtray not having it. <laughs> That's really who makes the rules around here. Yeah. Ashtray. Ashtray gangster, bro. Did you? Good little actor. Fam. I don't usually, y'all know how I feel about, you know, the pinks. 
but Ashtray. Ashtray's a good looking little brother, man. He is the cutest little boy. He's a good looking little boy, man. But not even that, because like off of this, he is the, you just want to squeeze his cheeks. No, listen. He's a little boxer and a gymnast. And like hearing him talk, it's like, you are so cute. I just want to hug you. In about 10 to 15 years, he's going to be fucking America's heartthrob. He doesn't want to be an actor. This is an extracurricular activity for him. I fuck with that makes me fuck with he him. He wants even to more. be a boxer. Yeah. His father and his mother run a boxing gym. See, he is a world champion boxer. No. I don't. We're not getting back into it. It's yeah, vibes. yeah, yeah. No, it's vibes with Angus. No. Let it go. No, listen. It's vibes. Th- that, but no, that just that just lets me know that the creators of this show, the people that are producing, an excellent casting team. Yes, they yeah. they're they're finding people that back into certain characters. Mm-hmm. They're fi- some people some people create them, some people back into these characters. And it sounds like Ashtray was one that was hired to back in. Faye is one that was hired to back into this Faye character. Faye is a cartoon. Okay. Is it Family Guy? Yes, she does look like yeah. the wife. Yeah. So or is it the daughter? Which one do you think? I, she it's the like? daughter. The girl. But the daughter's who wears got glasses. With the, no, no, not her. Then it's someone else. I don't. Or American Dad, something like that. Yeah. She's a character. You know, y'all can see it. The lips and the pink shirt. Um, <laughs> but he is a boxer in real life. Yeah, he is. And a gymnast. He has no desire to be an actor. Right. This he, is basically paying for his parents' gym. Is all that's happening. He be here. he be killing it too. Um, but it was. I went on his Instagram and to watch when he's fighting. He, to your point. He looks like he could be ashtray. Mm-hmm. Watching him just talk with his little brother and his older sister, it's like, oh, he's the cutest little boy. Mm-hmm. And then you see she, and then you see ashtray mm-hmm. when he's in the gym beating these people up. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. The little boy's a monster. He now boxing, he'll be a problem. Yeah, but it's just like even that, right? But like I said, ashtray ain't giving away more drugs. <laughs> right. Ashtray's had quite enough yeah. of all this hoopla. This little white girl in their house, ashtray ain't even with that. Yeah. And Fez ain't even fucking her. So wait till Lexi get there. Yeah. I told y'all, Fez, ashtray and Fez gonna have a coming to Jesus about these women. Because mm. ashtray is about his money. He's definitely about his bread. <laughs> and these bitches fucking with the church's money. Yeah, they definitely are. This hoe died in the bathroom on accident with a needle in her thigh. Ashtray not having all this? Yeah. Ashtray needs eight hours. So all this mess <laughs> going on. <laughs> Not Ashtray needing eight hours. <laughs> Ashtray need his eight hours. Yeah. Lexi going to come in trying to change shit. Mm-mm. A- Ashtray got office hours right. between nine and five. Got it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's interesting, man. Um. All right. Cassie and Maddie. Cassie, Maddie, Nate love triangle. That's going to end bad. We just don't know how. Um. Cat. Yeah. Not. She doesn't love Elliot. And she's really struggling with that, right? She's struggling. Like, look, that's the Family Guy character. Yeah, she does look like a character in lips. Um, she does, but and again, I want to applaud them for the way they went about that. Yeah, it was very self aware, and I feel like kids are more self aware than we give them space to be nowadays. Yeah, and she's like, no, actually, this is a me thing. Nothing. He didn't do anything wrong. Yeah, I just don't like him. I should like him. I used to like him. Right. Right. What's going on? Right. And I hope they dive into that more. Mm-hmm. I feel like they will. If they got kids in rehab, they can have a kid in therapy, I feel like. Mm. Um. All right. So we got... Now, we didn't talk about this that happened at the beginning with Nate, basically... He's in love with Cassie. He's in... 
so he is officially in love with Cassie, or was that just according through... to that monologue? Okay, he's See, in love with Cassie. That's I never know how to take that monologue. Is that Confusing. law, or is it like? Because he also said, "Do I have brain damage? I don't know." Yes, correct, right. So we don't know if that's if we don't know where he really stands with. He that, envisioned but... a life where he impregnated Cassie and his father tried her. How's that? Yeah, even that foreshadows him and Maddie thinks they're getting back together. For sure. I don't feel like because she even said it. She told Jules. I'll get back with Nate and Jules like, bitch, why the fuck would you do some dumb shit like that? Well, then he gaslit her. Let's going back to that word when he texted her saying, mm-hmm. saying that like, yo, thank you for taking, I'll love you always and forever. Thank you for taking. I don't know. That's care. gaslighting. He is probably gonna love her. That's his first love. Why wouldn't he love her forever? Because it's not. It's not. He didn't say we getting back together. That's women. Listen to me. I'm here to not be on our side today. I want you to hear what a man tells you, and that's what you listen to. Don't add no words for the motherfuckers. If that man said I love you, he did not say we together. Right. You understand me? If that man said let me take you to dinner and fuck you after, he did not say you my girlfriend. That's true. This is this is very true. But I can understand. So that's how not you would gaslighting. That. That's not gaslighting. Right. Gaslighting is if she says, "Oh my God, you told me you love me." He's like, "No, I didn't. I was I was you know I had a brain injury." That right. would be gaslighting. Oh, that would be gaslighting. He didn't okay. say I want to be with you. I get the difference. He, th- that's the difference of gaslighting. Yeah, I get the difference. Now. He didn't because if she goes, you told me you love me. Why don't you want to be with me? You're gaslighting me. Yeah. No, whoa, bitch! I ain't never. Right. Yes, I love you, but I ain't never tell you. Right. You was finna come back around here. Right. Well, he he told McKay, I'm doing everything I can to get her back. So until I, he put it like you're doing the opposite of everything to get her back right now. I know, but that's the whole point. That's what I'm saying. Like he like. That's a teenager. I don't. Being a I don't. Teenager. I don't know. I really don't know what Nate wants. Like I don't know. Does he want Cassie or does he want Maddie? I'm not sure. I can't. I, I can't. Think you want to get his dick wet. Or or maybe you know maybe maybe he doesn't want either. Maybe he's maybe he wants McKay. <laughs> like he he you know he could be he. I don't think he wants McKay. I don't know. He. I think that he. He seems to hate women. <laughs> I think the same thing with Cassie when Cassie was when Maddie pointed out you've never been single. Yeah. Might be the same with Nate. Like, because Nate has tied a lot of his identity into not being his dad. And not being his dad means a quote unquote healthy um, heterosexual relationship. Right. So that might be how he's identifying. He doesn't know how to be without it. But you've got some shit you got to work on, bro. If you're kind of a menace to society. Right. You should get through that. Like, you are such a shitty person, someone tried to kill you. Yeah. You should work through that. Right. And then I want Lexi beat up. Not Lexi. I want Cassie beat up because why did you tell? I want their mom oh, ass beat because. Why did you let this nigga come here and talk to your daughters like that? Yeah. I don't care how many booties he's fucking. Yeah, I wasn't speaking to you. I was speaking. To... Bitch, you in my you house. You were speaking to nobody, actually. Yeah, I, I hit you with this Now I got to take a ball upside your head. Now yeah. you got to have a matching, matching scar with your son. Because yeah. who I can see how this happened to your child. <laughs> right. If he anything like you. <laughs> I can see how you motherfuckers got here. Yeah, entitlement is crazy. Like, yeah. you're oh. going to tell him I'm going to the police. Oh, is that so? Yeah. What? That's how I know them on my attic. Well, yeah. Because you know who that's not happening to? Rue. And oh, Rue an actual sure. drug addict. Her mama? Oh, for sure. Come on. Oh, for sure. Now, she's, smacking, the, she's smacking you with a telephone. Quickly. She's going to beat Rue ass after. We're going to deal with you first. Yeah. <laughs> like. Um. And and that, and that was a good juxtaposition. I guess showing like Ali, her sponsor, coming to the house saying, saying, listen. I'm going to come in here and introduce myself because mm-hmm. you got in a 50, 51 yeah. year old ex like crackhead. Yeah, that was that's respect. They are doing their best to clean up and be very. Uh, you don't have to guess about adult relationships here. Not like that. Yeah. Like 
Jules' father is just a good father, and they're making sure to show that he's supportive. Right. You don't have to guess. I guess he's supportive. He's not mad. Right. No, he's very blatantly supportive. Um, Nate's father's a piece of shit. You uh-huh. don't have to guess. He's very blatantly a piece of shit. Right. Rue's mom is trying the best she can, very blatantly, by letting her daughter almost kill her with a picture frame. Yeah. Rue would have been out of my house. I'm sorry, daughter or not. I yeah. say that with no kids. I don't know. But and Ali, very clearly a good person to the point of what you're trying to explain. I just I mm-hmm. love that they're being very blatant of. No, here are the bad guys, mm-hmm. and here are the good guys. Not daughter or not, you leave not after the, all them arguments you put up with me on BMF about uh, the mama and the daddy. No, so no. Big Meech didn't try and kill his parents. Actually, <laughs> like he did not raise a piece of glass to his mother and say back Boy, the fuck up. I'm, you understand? Your crew switch sides. That's all I'm saying. Sure, okay. but um. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely something wrong uh, with I'm sorry with their mama. The no, way. you're good, you're good, you good. We was you know joking and shit. Um, that is a good point that you bring up about the adults. So you really don't have to guess where people stand on this. Um, oh man, him going inside the house to introduce himself is what you're talking about. Yes, and I low key, I didn't know I needed this until this episode. I low key want him. And Rue's mom to be a thing. Yeah. I feel like it'd be really good for Rue. I think that's the structure she needs. Mm-hmm. Somebody who's very aware. Because she's able to get around this shit because nobody understands it. Right. But this nigga understands it. That's why Elliot will be a safe space for her, but still her downfall. Yeah. People who care about you and understand it aren't going to let you self-destruct, even if they are self-destructing. Yeah. Like, Rue would never let Jules try a drug. Right. Again. Not like this. Yeah. Right? Like... They did the first time, of course, but I don't think that Rue would allow Jules to get to Rue's status now that she loves her. Right. So having someone who's been in it and who cares about you, mm-hmm. bitch, I see a little dumbass. Where you at? Right. Like that's real. All right. So the the grand finale of this episode was. Remember that classmate of mine you were fucking? Yeah. That's crazy. He slammed that big joke on the table. He's like, "Look, all the niceties don't even trip, and don't lie to me either." Right. My classmate, you was fucking on. Right. His dad looked. Yeah. I know. I I hate Nate. I'm gonna preface this by saying I hate Nate. Mm-hmm. I was I really rooting for him shit. in that scene. Yeah. I was. I was scared his dad was gonna start hitting him. Yeah. No. Nah, that that that's over. See, oh, you haven't gotten I don't to have that. The context, yeah. You haven't gotten to that place in season one. Give me the context. When he got into a confrontation with his dad. Mm-hmm. His Did dad Nate beat his ass. No, they it wasn't. They didn't. They didn't fight. But it's one of those like. I will send his, you to jail. Um, no, Nate's daddy does not want smoke with Nate. Okay, he doesn't want that like that physical smoke with Nate. Okay, and it was illustrated in a scene where it was the scene for me where I was like, oh, Nate's a serial killer. Okay. Um, he just did some, he did some very, all right. You remember in this episode where he was doing like the, the convulsions, like in the, in the bed and and then they kind of show flashbacks of him, like hitting his head on a, on a. Oh, I remember people talking about that where he just acted like fucking monkey and scared everybody to fucking death. Yeah. That, that scene, I was like, oh, oh, this nigga crazy. This nigga's on some Menendez brothers type shit. Got you. Got you. Yeah. Yeah. He is is crazy white boy. Yeah. His pops don't want no smoke with that. So, um, so I wasn't worried about his pops wanting to do something to him because I know. Okay. He ain't he ain't equipped to handle Again, that. that's why I get I need to watch the show. Cause mm-hmm. like I knew he had a crazy wife women when people thought were nuts, but yeah. 
seeing it probably would have made me not wonder that. Yeah, no, nah, that nigga wild. But I do want to know now, like, what's the play? Now that there's... Because it ended with him asking. Yeah, what did he ask him? Do you have the tape? Yeah. And he yeah. never answered. And we know he doesn't have the he tape. He doesn't have the tape. So, like, so what's the play now? Now that they're both on even ground, does that... Uh, because, okay, let's kind of look at this psychologically. The reason why Nate it was so invested... So you haven't even gotten to the part in season one where you find out... I know that he's doing... He harassed Jules. Okay, but he was doing that through that online personality. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so the reason that he even got... He had that tension with Jules was because of that tape. Yeah. Right? So he inserted himself into like this protection figure for his father. Mm-hmm. Instead of... In, 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 Which I get, that's your dad. Right. So now that they've laid it on the table, is he absolved from protecting his father? Psychologically? Oh, psychologically. Yeah. Because he's he's in... Most of the fucked up shit that he did... It's been in protection of his father, but it's it's been in protection of protection of his father, but also maintaining the secret that I don't know your secret. Yeah. Now we've crossed that barrier of I know you your know secret. You know I know, and you know that I almost died to make it go right. away. So now these problems are no longer mine. I think so. I think that's a fair exchange, but I think that now his dad is going to become a bigger problem. I think that's a bigger reason for him to try and hurt Fesco now. Okay. Um. Yes. Because I was terrified what he was going to do with that weapon. I was like, oh, oh, well, I was terrified what my nigga was going to do. Yeah, because Trey was going to lay his ass down. Listen to me. Yeah. After he got that box of Fruity Pebbles, he was like, I done killed killed a nigga bigger than you before. Yeah, give me my Glock, (laughs) He's like, I have literally super saiyan across the couch. Yeah. So shooting through this little hole ain't going to hurt me none. Nothing. That ain't nothing but a motherfucking insurance claim. And I'm going to bed and I'm going going home to get my eight hours because you're in the way. Because you're in the way, (laughs) cuz. I don't have time for this. Right. Um, but I was nervous about my baby catching a body. Yes. A second body. A second. Maybe a third for all the fucking yeah. Ashtray, Ashtray and Kat. I want, the like how they have the episodes for Rue and Jules. Uh-huh. I want Ashtray and Kat. <laughs> Ashtray and Kat. I can see that. I can see that. I want, I want my little nigga episode. Yeah. I can Even see. if it's just us following him around for comedic relief all day. I can see that. Because Ashtray. I can see that. He run his errands. <laughs> have to remind people I don't care how old you think I am yeah, I'll bust your ass I'll in this fuck bitch you up, nigga. <laughs> like, you know. like even him telling Jules he was like Jules he ain't tell you that yeah <laughs> like right I just, right I want his episode but I was nervous about that um and I think I'm now nervous for Maddie okay because does Nate tell his father he can't just say he lost it I mean he can but I don't he doesn't have that tape. He doesn't. Yeah. And Maddie has that tape. Right. Maddie has it. But but do you do you I mean is that even is that even your responsibility? I don't have the fucking tape. It's not. And what are you going to do? Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'll he fuck might be you free. Up. Yeah, that's he what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. It's like we may see this is what he I might do. might be released of a lot. Here's what I do know about writing, man. Here's what I do know about shows like this they and wrote the genius themselves of the a new plot. They yeah. wrote themselves a way to get to a new plot for Yeah, him. because because inherently that's kind of that's sort that's somewhat the genius in these shows. It's like sometimes the people that you view as the villains in season one, with a little bit more context, information, and in the in the, in the appearance, in the appearance, uh, or or 
or the genesis of a bigger bad guy, mm-hmm. they become less of the bad guy. Yeah. You know, so is this... Anti-hero. Right. They become the anti-hero. So is this the season where Nate becomes the anti... Because we've seen him get his ass whooped. So, you know, so Fez got his lick back. He's Fez not untouchable. Yeah. Fez ain't looking for nothing more. Yeah, Fez is one to feel better. That's it. And he's now done, Fez he's feels done with better. it. Right? So now there's a new enemy. And the new enemy it's is... a pedophile. An actual enemy. Is a pedophile. So he, you, you've got the situation that he's put himself in, which is fucking, fucking with Cassie. So Maddie's an issue for him. So Maddie and the pops are now issues for him, and possibly McKay, right? Possibly McKay because you're oh, fucking McKay on his girl. Oh, Travis, that's right. That's the other natural enemy. Is, yeah. is Travis. But, but again, that's by the way. That's by way of the same reason we hate, quote unquote, hate Maddie. Right. We just don't like Travis because he's cooler than all of us. He, he. Well, I just, I just know. I just feel it in my bones. That when the next time he shows up, it's going to be a very repulsive act attached to him showing up because they've they've somewhat foreshadowed Maddie it. Maddie getting fucked in the pool again. That's all. They've they've somewhat foreshadowed it with Maddie saying like, basically she's attracted to darkness, and it's yep. clear that she's attracted to Travis. Yeah. And it's clear to me that he was he was bought on for that dark energy that he comes in with, mm-hmm. because let make no mistake about it, Lil Meech comes in with some air of dark energy. You know, and and it's and it's maybe not in real life, but how he portrays on screen, you just there's there's a creepiness. Well, to I think him, the, the character Travis was supposed to be a bad boy. He's three years ahead of her. She's a junior. Yeah. So you're too old. Well, I guess you're not too old to be. You're twenty. You're you're teetering the line, but you're not too old to be at a high school party. You're twenty years old. Right. Um, you were in music. Mm-hmm. You in the bathroom smoking weed, asking, "Can you kiss a girl in the mouth?" Mm-hmm. I love the I love the ask. The ass made me happy. Yeah, he did that. We love it. He asked her if she wanted to smoke weed. And then said, can I kiss you? He didn't just dive in for the kiss. We love love a man who asked for consent. Can I kiss you, baby? But... And that's, I'm making a joke, but I really, I think there are so many things happening in this show. Mm-hmm. I really do enjoy it. They're drawing very clear lines between the good things and the bad things. Mm. Right? Because no, in real life, anybody, we in the bathroom smoking weed, I'm going to just kiss you, bro. Like, right. But he asked. Yeah. And she said no. And he it never came back up. Yeah, he never tried it. I think that's important. Um, mm-hmm. But even still, he's there to be that character. It's not even Big Meech's energy. It, again, like you said, he might back into the character. Mm-hmm. But Trav is supposed to be nigga who too old, but he ain't too old. And, you know, just the bad boy in general. Yeah. But what we've already established that out of the core characters, he's the youngest. So, yeah. so, he, so he wasn't bought into... He backed into it. Yeah, for this sure. There, there, yeah, there was. Yeah, yeah. Again, I'm telling you, if I was a gambling man, I would take that bet. I would take that bet. That, Vibes, uh, yeah. For. But we know Big Meech, Little Meech is bad at acting because we have something to compare it to. He's just not good. That's true. Like, that's true. But I love his presence. See, it's the same thing with Angus Cloud. Yeah, but I you love can't his compare presence. It. But you can't compare it. Only because we haven't seen Angus Cloud act in anything else. Wait but for someone f- to fuck up before you chastise him for it. <laughs> that, that's fair. It's that's not chastising. I want you to take fair. that, keep that as a jewel in your cap. That's that. We don't that punish is, people before they do something poorly. That's that, but it's not a punishment. I want to be clear. I'm not punishing. Him. You know what I mean. We, yeah. we don't. We, let's not label it. You're judging before, you read before the book. Yeah. it is your thing. Judge. I got it. Yeah, that's fair. I, I I can. I can't say that I'm going to practice that, but I, I, I promise that I'll be more aware of that. Okay. Because I think there's 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 
a fun element of judging things sometimes. No, but you should judge things. We just have to be awareness of yeah. what we're judging and judge appropriately. Judgment keeps you safe. Again, one of those things that it's fine to do. Judge people. Mm. Please judge everything that happens around you and make a decision. Make a decision. The reason we all lives are in shambles because you're not using judgment anymore. Don't judge anybody. No, judge everybody. Yeah, judge everything. Yeah. You got to. It's an instinct thing. <laughs> and who was the black person sitting on Cal's face? That was weird. Yeah, talking about the father, right? When they showed yeah. the thing, he was eating. Eatin well, ass. what I took is that it was a black man mm -hmm. that he was eating Who? a black man's ass. First of all, that was important. First of all, you're a committed actor. If if this is not your lifestyle, and you letting a, a, a big black hairy a, ass man just sit straddle. on your face, yeah, like that's he had that's, it gripped. That's commitment. Like he had his arms under the legs and was like, that's commitment. Yeah, that's good acting. So. Hello? Say that again. <laughs> Say that again. He's a good actor, He's right? Good actor, bro. Okay. <laughs> See, there's a certain amount of what committal. What did Cam Newton say? Uh, hello? <laughs> there's a certain amount of committal because because the man the man who plays Cal, I guarantee he is not a pedophile in real life. Oh, he no, is pedophile, not this no. creepy guy. He 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 created this character. He, you know, he rose to the occasion. He didn't back into this character. He rose to the occasion to create this character. And there is a difference. It's a very subtle difference, but it... You know, there's some deductive reasoning. Of, it's just vibes, bro. We have all these vibes, <laughs> and I want you to let it go. Anyway, <laughs> we can we can end it here for six. I feel like we've 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 somehow covered everything in Euphoria without talking about any of it. That is a fucking skill. That's why the show's good. It is. It is a really good I show. I don't like watching it, but it's good. Yeah, it's a good show. It's very, it's very visually visceral and disturbing. I'm tired of watching folks have stop showing me these children having sex. Yeah, it's, it's a, uncomfortable. It's a lot of sex, man. A lot of sex, but we all know sex sells, so that's probably what keeps a lot of people here is waiting for, waiting for Sydney's titties. It's feeding into pedophilia, though. We're being honest. That's why I say it's it's just it puts me in a weird predicament because I'm I do to not engage. Right, I do not engage. Like I don't even, I don't even. If, if, I don't even like porn where they pretend to be eighteen. I don't even. Yo, I'm gonna take it a step further. I don't even like being in a room alone with. Any woman that is under the age of thirty, I, I don't blame you. Yeah, like that's how like far removed. I, like I don't want to be in a room by myself with a person that is not of a certain age. Not yeah. because I have a problem with you, but just because you it's like be here with me. Yeah, there's no, there's nothing that there's no connective tissue here. Yeah, and you know it shouldn't I mean? be. And if there is something wrong with me, there you go. So 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 for me ha being. A fly on the wall. I, I made the decision to watch this show. Fine. I made this decision. But you do put me in a weird predicament when you show sex in a show that I choose to watch. Now I'm questioning myself. Like, why am I continuing to watch this? Because I don't want to be connected to that. But the, the information that's coming out of here is useful to me. I'm guessing I'm able to strain, strain some of this juice and leave the fiber. Like, I, like It's just weird that it is very clearly a show about high school. Mm -hmm. And I know that these little niggas be fucking. Mm -hmm. Right? I know. I know. Yeah, we know. Kids. And I know that everyone here is an adult. Yeah. I know. But you want me to believe? I don't. Yeah. It's, it's like the movie Kids. But Kids so was more palatable for me because I watched it at an age where I was still not too far removed. Yeah. <laughs> you know, from, from the activity. But yeah, this is like, I'm a fool. I'm, I could be somebody's whole granddaddy for real. Is it Daya's acne makeup? <sighs> or did she let her skin get bad for this? Because the girl's skin's most often flawless. Dog, 
that is a question that I, I'm, I'm pretty sure. Okay. I'm pretty sure that that is a makeup job to some degree, or it is enhanced. It's something that is enhanced on her face. Like, I'm pretty sure her face is not completely blemish free, but her, her skin is really good, actually. I mean, I've it's never not blemish-free, it of course, but she has very healthy. Right. She has very healthy, normal. So, skin. I'm, so I'm pretty sure that they th- they've gone through some prosthetic links yeah. in order to make her look a lot younger and a lot a lot less kept. Like she doesn't care about her appearance, you know, because it does come doesn't across that way. This age period, she doesn't look any different age wise to me. But when I look at her, I'm I'm also 32. Yeah. So. It's, a 24-year-old and a 16-year-old, the same thing in my head. For that, so. <laughs> right, right. It, it, it is hard for me to see her as an adult, even though I know she is. Yeah. Um, it, But but I always attributed that to, like, you know, my daughter used to love Casey Undercover. Yeah. So we watched it, and that's how that was my introduction to her. So it was kind of hard for me to see her as an adult, period. But, you know, she you know she's very thin. She's, you know, she just, there's nothing on her that screams, like, mature woman. Until yeah. she starts to speak, yeah, and then I'm like, okay, this is a woman, you know what I mean, um, and I and I hope nothing about that sounded disrespectful because no, no, no. I don't mean it that way, yeah, you know, um, you're forty, like you're supposed to think Zendaya as a child because yeah, she is to you, right? You could but be her dad. All that to <laughs> say that like, I it definitely seems like that they do things to blemish her, yeah. As opposed to like yeah. just hey we're gonna do the scene with no makeup I don't think that's it I think no, yeah. we have to do makeup to sort of reverse make it look that. like no makeup yeah. yeah yeah but again that speaks to the the genius technical parts of this show every uh, the every, lighting in the show is amazing I'm never gonna get over it every inch of this show is well thought out and they have the right people playing every inch of this show bro like dude even the dichotomy of I saw someone a thread on Twitter when you see um. Cassie and Maddie walking down the hall. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it's happened yet or not, but Cassie is dressed in baby blue and like a little more horse than normal. She's dressed like Maddie, mm-hmm. her version of Maddie. And even the dichotomy of those two, of the good and evil. Mm-hmm. And how Maddie probably is the good and you just don't think she is because she's not blonde. <laughs> mm-hmm. You probably think Cassie is the good, even though she's not, mm-hmm. as we're learning. It's just even that, like they're juxtaposed to each other and the way they're always placed together. Yeah. They're always positioned like yin and yang. Their clothes are always contrasting. Well, they did that a lot this episode, for sure. Like they, that's uh, with, Last yeah. season, too, though. Oh, okay. They're, okay. They are always juxt, even their makeup. Because I paid attention to it. Right. Because, of, again, I have the benefit of looking back at Backwards, it. Backwards, yeah. They are always placed as yin and yang. That's interesting. But Maddie is not the bad. Right. We It's that, easy to believe that she is because of how she has dark hair, dark eyes, how she's dressed. Isn't that genius? It's genius. Isn't that fucking genius that, like, Maddie has done absolutely nothing to us, but we look at her as the, the bad The person one. we should hate is Cassie. Yeah. That for sure. But even when they're laying in Cassie's hot tub, just mm-hmm. the way that they're holding hands and their heads are attached, like it's just stuff like that. It's like wow. Yeah. Now just, this this yeah. show this show does illusions very well. Like it's this whole thing is like a master class on magic, like film magic, mm-hmm. because it 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 takes a lot of like it just conflates a lot of things, man. It takes it takes seasoned actors and it places it with non seasoned actors. For you not to be able to tell the difference, who's doing the heavy lifting in a scene, you know it did. It, it takes 
you know, it, it, you know, it takes, I'm, I'm sure a lot of these penises that we see are prosthetic penises, you know, but they probably yes. mix uh, some prosthetic penises in with a few real penises. So you don't know which ones are the prosthesis, you know, like, like they just, they just do illusions very fucking well, bro. So anyway, man, um, I'm excited about episode three. This is not one of those shows that you can really make predictions on because there's no telling where the fuck they're going to go with this, no. man. Um, so we're just going to enjoy the ride six. Um, if you can, you want to give them our socials? Yes. Follow us on Instagram at Grams of Snow Pod, on Twitter on at Grams of Snow. Um, next Sunday, I will try and actually watch it live and not puke. Okay. So I'll I'll live tweet it. Nice. Um, and yeah, come come say hi to us. Tell us if we're right, wrong. Come tell Treasy he just hates Angus because of the vibes. I don't hate Angus. I know. I want to hang out with the dude. I know. I want to try my first hit of coke with Angus. I'm just joking. I'm sure he doesn't he doesn't use. Um, yeah, we'll be back next week. Euphoria season two, episode three. And hopefully in the meantime, we can find it in our hearts to uh like Maddie. I don't dislike Maddie. I'll find it in my heart to like Maddie. <laughs> Peace, y'all. Bye. This has been an on ear network production.